Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. John, welcome. Hello. How are you this week? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 2020. Everything's no better than okay, I don't think. It's been an okay week, I yeah. guess. Um, yeah. That's that's really all it can be. You know, I mean, it's got its ups and downs, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of things are kind of teetering on the edge of either ending or beginning like i'll be moving in a couple weeks and my sister went back to school or not back to school she moved she, into, started. she moved into college yeah. yesterday so there's a lot of like new things happening but not for me <laughs> well no moving's fun moving's exciting well yeah i, I still haven't seen the apartment yet though like, yeah well i mean you have you have I've seen it digitally. Yes. I've seen the layout digitally. I haven't You've actually You've been to a similar one. <laughs> yeah, I haven't actually seen the one I'm living in. Gotcha. Well, hopefully it's clean and fine and sanitized and Who knows? Looks anything like the digital version that you saw. Who knows? <laughs> They've got two weeks to fix it up. Yeah, we'll figure we'll figure it out. And I mean if it's like dilapidated and stuff, you you still got Still got a space here. If it's like, if you get in there and it's like, what the fuck is this? It's not clean. It's stuff's hanging off the walls. Like all the curtain rods are broken. Like, no, 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 no. Fix it. Yeah. Make it a real thing. Then, of course, you've got space here. Um, But yeah, I mean, everything's got its ups and downs. Uh, I've all day, like last night and all day today, I've just been like reading responses to chat with Bozeman dying. And it's just so goddamn sad. Yeah. 2020 sucks, man. It really does. I give him credit for like not wearing his cancer as a badge though he didn't tell i don't think he told anybody i mean i'm sure his family knew and i it seems like all of his like co-stars and stuff didn't know um and obviously the greater like world didn't know yeah. um but man it's just like 43 like it's before you even would necessarily get screened for like colonoscopies and stuff like as a guy where you, and like to find out that you have like colon cancer man it's just not that fucking sucks yeah um so yeah, that was like that was, and so I've just been like seeing responses from people because like you know Black Panther was such a big deal for people, and you know it was a good enough movie. Like for some, it was the most amazing thing, and for some, it was just fine. And it was one of the better Marvel movies. Yeah, though. like it was. It followed the standard formula of Marvel movie origins, but like I enjoyed it and thought it was fun. But like the greater, you can't deny like the greater overall like impact, impact of it yeah. um and so like and like i have friends who's like kids like were black panther for halloween that year because it was like the first chance they got to like be a black superhero and so like seeing those parents like having to like tell their kids that you know t'challa died or whatever is just heartbreakingly sad but like they can replace him yeah and i'm sure they'll do like a shiri movie and you can do all kinds of different things but like beyond just like the marvel impact of it is just like a really shitty yeah. crappy thing and like it, i thought it was kind of like kind of crazy that normally baseball has jackie robinson day in i think it's like the 15th of april every year because it's like the day that he played his first game mm-hmm. um but because of covid they didn't start the season on time so yesterday friday was actually jackie robinson day in major league baseball like they all had war 42 like across the league and the guy who played jackie robinson in the jackie robinson biopic died Died. on the same day um was just like 
crazy. And especially after like baseball had taken like a day off because of all the things going on in Wisconsin. And so like they took a day off, came back, wore Jackie Robinson's number. And then the guy who played Jackie Robinson in a movie like died that day. I was just like, what? Like you can't, you can't write this kind of shit and you wouldn't want to because of just how like fucking insane it is. Um, But yeah, so that's been, that was kind of sad, but ultimately we cheer ourselves up by playing video games. So John, what did you play this week? Uh, so I downloaded a couple games to switch cause I had like some credits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I only played one of them, but, uh, <laughs> I bought Broforce cause it was like $3 or something like that. It's a fun game. That game's super fun. I like that game. I beat it. I don't think, I don't think there's a platinum. I didn't try to like go get all the trophies or whatever, but I really liked that game when I played it. Yeah. So I got through the first three levels. Cause like, there's also the levels that like you have to get through without dying. Um, and those are super hard but it's like it reminds me of like worms it's like worms and um like any other roguelike game kind of mashed together Mm -hmm. because like you can shoot through the the ground and stuff like that and like finding creative ways of killing the enemies and stuff Mm -hmm. not blowing yourself up rescuing all the people yeah but like you find out you know you find the 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 bro that you like the best and like every time i kept getting the the blade rip off i wanted to play as like blade because he has like the crazy slash Mm -hmm. um i like died instantly i was like no i want to play as him like what the hell (laughs) but he's my favorite so i'm hoping that like i can maybe choose later on in the game or if that's Mm -mm. That's not a thing. No, it's always just random. You just get whoever you... Like, once you... And the thing is, is that the more bros you unlock, because you'll just keep unlocking bros throughout the game, the more... The less likely it is that you get to continuously play as your favorite. But there are so many different varieties and so many different cool ones that I don't think I ever noticed being like, fuck, I got to play six really shitty ones in a row. Yeah. And like, because it's a roguelike and you don't really have to necessarily go back to the beginning every time... If you get one that sucks, you just die, and you just get another guy right there. Yeah, that's what I kept doing because like I kept getting the MacGyver ripoff. Like he throws like a turkey or something like that that mm. blows up, and then dynamite is his like main weapon. And I was like, no one wants this. Like it wasn't very conducive to the level I was trying to do because I was trying to hit people straight. And I'm like, they're just gonna shoot me as I try to lob dynamite over him. Um, so I kept dying. Listen, MacGyver's whole thing wasn't about fighting people head on. It was about getting captured and then making a bomb out of. Chewing gum and a popsicle stick. <laughs> I think one of the, like, his main attack has you spit gum or something like that. Like, one of them has gum in it, so I remember being like, oh, that's funny. I feel like, isn't there, is it like a They Live ripoff kind of thing, maybe? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't remember all of them. But there's, like, a Rambo and a Terminator and Yeah, I haven't gotten Blade Rambo and a Terminator and, yet. I got uh, the Blade. I got um, Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd's one. Um, I think Die Hard's one. Like, I John got, McClane. I got Die Hard. He's... I mean, he's fine. He throws a grenade. He shoots guns. Like, yeah. That's that's what I want. Standard fare. Um, there's one that I don't know what it's supposed to be, but like he throws a grenade that calls in like an airstrike. Hmm. Um, and like the airstrikes have like stars and stripes on them, so I'm sure it's like some like maybe patent or something like that. I don't know. Um, and then there's like a shot. Oh, he has a shotgun too. He's like wearing a cowboy and has a shotgun. Hmm. Um, so I don't remember what he is from, but. Like, most of the characters are fine. I just don't like Mick whatever his name is. Um, but the the music is funny. The, all the sound effects are funny. Just the screaming of Bro Force. Yeah. Yeah, no, that game was fun. I remember. I don't remember why I got it. I feel like it was a PlayStation Plus game, honestly. Really? Uh, 
I don't think that would have been a game that I purchased offhand. I feel like that was a thing that I was definitely given for free. And I just remember, I, I don't remember if it was when we first started the podcast or not, if it was something where I was just like, I just need something like little to play. I don't want a big overarching story. I just want like a little kind of game. Yeah. And I just kind of got sucked into it, like playing it over and over again. Cause it was just like, this is fun. Like it's just silly, goofy and it's explosions and it's crazy and it's just fun. Yeah, Skippy had recommended it, like, many moons ago when we were hanging out once. And, like, he was, like, showing me, like, the different bros that he had. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's something I'll pick up when it's on sale. And, yeah. like, never saw it on sale again. And then saw it during the Switch sale that's going on right now. It was, like, three seventy four. And I was yeah. like, fuck yeah, I'll spend more, like, less than a hamburger on a video game. Yeah. So I bought that, and then I also bought Blasphemous, which was something that I was also waiting for it to be on sale. But, what is that one? Um, It's, like... uh super brutal uh like pixelated dark souls oh okay i haven't played it yet joe's played it and said like it was kind of clunky when it came out so i'm hoping that like updates and stuff it made it less clunky mm-hmm. um but it's like gorgeous pixel art um like your character looks like a like stone like golem thing with a giant pointy head and stuff like that and you have like a giant cleaver um but you know like i've, I've watched gameplay of it and like it looks great um it, think it recently got dlc as well cool um but it was on sale for like 12 bucks so i was like yeah it's it's here and it's half price because i think it was 25 when it originally came out so i bought that and then i played randomly um some more tetris 99 Mm -hmm. for no reason just because i think like i'm I'm pretty much done with call of duty I've, i've been like hopping in and trying to do my dailies but like either the game has changed so much or i've changed so much but i'm just fucking terrible at it like and it's just becoming like more frustrating than anything that like i just will die constantly get some you know douchebag tell me how terrible i am at the game and just being like all right i'm done (laughs) yeah i haven't even played the season like someone asks they're like oh you want to do like lunchtime warzone like we used to and i was like oh yeah I'll, I'll, i'll hop in i got nothing going on right now uh and then like i went to go do it and i I didn't realize that the last time the season started with the big update came out that I didn't have the hard drive space. So like I had to clear stuff out and then it was like, you have an eight hour download. And I was like, Oh, all right, we'll go for it. But then um, I'm not going to play today. I can't play now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe another time. Well, there was another big update. Yeah. Well, like I just, no, my thing still said season four, like the icon still said season four. So I had missed the big season five install because no. I didn't have the space. The, the, they didn't update the season so the big initial one didn't even update the icon or anything like that it was oh, really? still season five but it didn't update the icon and then they had another big one after that oh so Remember maybe i, I did get there was the like first lots one of, like but... glitches with like mm-hmm. skins covering people's bodies and stuff like that yeah that was still season five but that didn't get addressed until this next big 18 gig update oh whatever. so maybe i got the first one but yeah I didn't so i think get you did but then you didn't like because i did the same thing i like logged on i was like oh sure i'll play it at lunch because like I think I had like a slow day at work or something. Yeah. Um, and then I had the, like the massive update again. I was like, you just had an update. Um, but there's lots of issues with it still. People are hacking even more than they were in the last um, season. Nice. That's always good. Um, but then like they had an event that I tried to partake in. And um, I think I missed it by like an hour or something like that. But I think I'm just, I'm just, I've had my fill. <laughs> like, it's it's kind of worn its course and it's turning into a new like demon and for some reason it automatically keeps crossplay on and like i keep turning it off and then the next time i like 
you know, I'll I'll turn it on the next day, start another round, and then see people playing on PC. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, well, apparently every time you shut it down, it just defaults to being crossplay. I know that for a while I had it off, and then I would turn it on, and it would be like, you should really have crossplay on because it just means it's going to be easier to find a game. Like you should just do it because it's going to make it easier for yourself. And so I think at that point I was just like, all right, fine, whatever, I'll leave it. Well, and I don't. It won't even let you play Warzone without crossplay on. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe that's why I turned it back on. I yeah, because you have to. Like, and I play like mostly multiplayer. I don't play Warzone that much, um, so I usually try and turn it off. But now it just defaults to being on every time you shut down the system hmm. or shut the you know like close force close the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have to like remember to go in and turn it off because I'm just getting wrecked by PC players or cheaters. I was playing a multiplayer round with a dude who was cheating. I'm like, you're not even like you're not even proving anything like you're winning in a multiplayer round that's six minutes long yeah like it's you're putting in an awful lot of work to be still not good enough right like i don't understand cheating in this game to begin with because like you don't really get anything other than like i guess you get the lulls of you know being just a dick kind of like i honestly think that's mostly it where it's just like Whatever, if I'm a dick that's going to piss off the other dude and that's where I get my jollies from is knowing that that guy's mad on the other end of a mic I can't hear. Like, like I guess. I don't know. Yeah, so like to find someone stooping to cheating in multiplayer is even like even worse. And like the dude had like 69 kills or 68 kills or something like that at the end of their match. And like I was just watching his like, you know, kill cams and he's just locking to people's heads. He had a... Um, uh, I can't remember the SMG's name, but the one that shoots like super fucking fast and just sounds like a, a lawnmower. Um, Vector. He had a Vector that had um, no recoil on it. Hmm. So he was like just locking to people's heads and spraying across the map and killing people with a Vector. And I'm like, Vector's known for having the most recoil in the game and you have 68 kills with it. Like, cool. It just means he's better than everybody, obviously. <laughs> I also heard uh, a, a drug deal happen over the mic. Sick. Uh, and a dude was, was very good- mad that he, he, the dude who was wearing the mic had asked some guy who his hookup was, and he was very mad that he was like, you can't just fucking ask me that, like, and I was like, you're telling the whole world, like, he's like, yeah, I'll give you stuff, but like, you can't just ask me, like, who do you think you are? I'll knock you the fuck out. And I was just like, what's going, what's going on? Yeah, man, you can't ask who the hookup is. You gotta keep that shit on the DL. Can't be blowing up spots like that. Especially to the whole internet. Yeah, can't do it. To everyone you're playing Call of Duty with. Yeah. And everyone was just like, turn your fucking mic off. Turn <laughs> it off. Just, you're gonna get yourself in trouble. But no, because uh, they don't ban anybody in this game anymore. No. Especially if you pay for it. There you go. But yeah, I didn't play much. It's just kind of been a lull week. It's been a lull couple weeks, actually. Yeah. So how did you, did you, did you win it all in Touch 99? I came in second again. Okay, you're getting there. Um, but I did, I didn't realize I was, I was in second place. So like, I was like in the zone, and I think I've real, I, I found the, like who to target, like, course. Mm. You start off being random, and then after a while, you go for the people attacking you. If there's a lot of people attacking you, and then towards the end, like last fifteen or so, you go towards the whoever has the most chaos. Yeah, because then you want to get them out, because that means they're just going to drop more shit on you. Yeah, when they get the opportunity to target you. But you can't be, or at least I can't be, like, I can't target KOs halfway through the game because then then I end up having the most KOs. Yeah. And, like, I got to one where I was, like, 20th and 
I had like eight KOs in one round. And I was like, uh, why is everyone attacking me? And I was like, oh, because everyone else has yeah. KO leader on. Because I was doing well. And bonk. I was like, son of a bitch, can't do too well. You got to sneak in right at the end. Yeah, it's like what they always tell you in school. Like, you don't want to be the like class clown who the teachers always notice. And you don't want to be the super smart one. But you also don't want to be the fucking dumb kid that everyone's got their eye on. Because right. does he need the extra help? You just want to be like right in the middle. Just quiet unassuming get the work done and eventually you're going to surprise some people yeah i want some b pluses and a minuses the whole year they just coast (laughs) you have the teacher that goes i I expected more from you yeah you never want that fucking hate that i got that once and i was just like you shouldn't expect more from me yeah (laughs) that's not how public education works i'm doing fine (laughs) just leave me alone did i do the same thing as that dude over there yes okay give me his grade (laughs) cool that's all that matters um yeah i just played a fuck ton of fall guys like i bought um i forgot it was coming out this week and i ended up buying it but i haven't had the chance to play it yet uh though i will now because i have a completely empty living room uh but vader immortal came out on psvr this week oh yeah that's right um so i'm excited to play that but it's like coffee tables out of the room couches out of the room it's just the tv stand and a chair because <laughs> uh, i'm painting so uh that's the perfect time to do a vr thing is when there's literally nothing else in the room and then um, you can swing your lightsaber around like crazy. Yes. So I'm excited to do that. I might do that later today uh, or tomorrow before the new couch gets here this week uh, just to get my chance to, to do some VR Star Wars. I'm still sad I never found a move controller like Light cover. Hilt. Yeah. For the cover of it or whatever. Uh, that would have been super awesome. But sadly, did not find anything like that. Also, didn't look very hard, uh, but nonetheless, didn't find one. So... I'm going to play that, and that's exciting. But I've just been playing so much Fall Guys. I love that game. I'm super excited for They had Season 2 tease, uh, which was medieval stuff with new games and new ways to interact with it, which seems really cool. Uh, and I just – I love it. I started playing with friend, like more friends this week where I'd only played, I think, with like one – I think I played with my sister for yeah. like an hour or something like that the other week. Um, but I played with a few different people, got like Team of 2, Team of 3 – uh, I won like four or five more games this week. So you won one by accident. Uh, well, it wasn't by accident. It was obviously because of my fantastic, amazing skill of the game, John. Let's not undersell how great I am. Um, but I didn't know I had won until it was like it just it was over. I thought I was fucked, and it was I wasn't. Yeah. Because uh, I was the was it the jumping jump club with the spinning bar one? Is that the one you're talking about? Where yeah. like I jumped for it, just trying to make it to the platform because they had all fallen away uh, and then when i did that everyone else fell and got swiped and i was just left on the end there and uh, i won i won uh i wanted a tail tag or where you have to be the last person with the tail i wanted i won one of those i won another jump club one um i don't i haven't won a fall mountain one yet and i still haven't won a hexagon Oh, the like yeah. Though I to the ground fall away. Though I found the the strategy for how you win at that, which is you have to instead of running around on the hexagons when they're there, you're just supposed to jump from one to the next because it takes longer, but you still have enough time to jump before the platform falls away. So you eliminate less hexagons as you're jumping, so that gives you longer time on that level. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to kind of plan where you're going a little bit better. Um, so I've started to get kind of good at that strategy of it, but I still haven't won. Like I was, there was one where I was the second to last. I had that a couple of times, but I still haven't won that one. That's the only final game I don't think I've won 
that I've gotten. Unless can they I just... all be final games except for like the team ones? Um, n- no, because like the race ones, I've, I've the only race one I've ever had is the final game is the Fall Mountain where you have to grab it's the crown. Game. Yeah, there's never been like a it's the fake walls or it's tiptoe as the finals. That's always the one like right before. Uh, so I've won the jump club one with the spinning. Yep. I've won a fall mountain and I've won uh you got to be the last one with the tail though. I fucked myself in one of the tail ones because I had the tail at the end. I was running. There was nobody around me and I saw it go like three, two, one. And I stopped running when it said zero and there's a half a second between zero and f- final yeah. where someone was able to grab my thing. And I was like, you got it. Like I, in my head, I was like, oh, I'm going to try to do like one of the, like, you know, finger guns or right. like, you know, muscles or whatever. Um, and I was like, cool. I'm going to wait for zero seconds and try to hit it right as it turns like zero. And when I did that, I stopped moving and the guy grabbed my tail and I was like, I'm such a fucking idiot. Like I was so mad for the rest of the night. Yeah. Like I think I won later in the night, but I was like, still doesn't fucking matter. I still can't believe I did that. That's it. No gloating. That's it. I'm not even, I don't even look. I'm not even looking at the D pad. I don't, I don't want to press those <laughs> buttons ever. I'm not even looking at it. I'm not changing them in my settings ever. Cause I'm never going to press it. There's no point to it. I fucking hate this shit. But that game's so that game's still so fun. Like I can't get over how much I love that game. I haven't even picked it up again. But yeah, I mean it's not for everybody. But yeah, it just it's just frustrating for me. I love it. I, I've I've watched other people play it. Like I watched you play a bunch of it. And yeah. Like, there's another YouTuber that actually the dude who plays Call of Duty that I watched played a round of it, and he was enjoying the crap of it. Like it, that's great. I'm glad that it exists. It's just not a thing that's gonna make me happy. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, I quite enjoy it. So I will continue to play it. Uh, in bunches because it's just it's just so fun. I do want to get back to Ghost of Tsushima eventually, but I think once once the the room painting project is over, that's kind of like the final project for a while. So I think that'll allow me more nights to be like, okay, let's sit here. I'm going to play this for three hours, just you know, get lost in the world again, as opposed to I might have an hour to play Fall Guys or. I'm only going to play Fall Guys for like an hour and then I'll stop. Oh, some friend just hopped on. Now they want to play. And it ends up turning into two, three hours. Uh, but but it feels like less because it's not like well, yeah, and, and, sustained. And that's not what I set out to do when I started. Like with Ghost of Tsushima, I don't want to pick it up, play for a half hour and then get called away. Because like it's not the same. Like you, you got to get into it. It takes longer to get into it. Find out where you are. Find out where you want to go. There's more planning to playing that game than there is Fall Guys where it's just turn it on, jump in, play, like, and then lose track of time. Right. Uh, so it's just the the mindset that I need to be in to, like, want to sit down and play a prolonged story game. Uh, it's I'm kind of sad that I haven't played it more, um, but I do want to get back to it eventually. But right now hurry it's... hurry up because Marvel's next week. Fall Guys. Yeah, Marvel is next week. But that, I feel like, is a thing I'm going to be playing in bunches as opposed to like sustained story stuff like that one. I feel like I could go in play a mission and be done with it. Are you going to buy that and Tony Hawk at the same time? Yes. Um, yeah, my, I was talking to my sister cause we have uh, similar birthdays. So I'm getting her like Nintendo points so she can eventually buy the Mario collection, which still hasn't been announced, but is eventually coming. Uh, and she's going to get me PlayStation money to buy Tony Hawk. Nice. So I will be getting Tony Hawk probably digitally on that day. Cause I'm going to want to play that right then and there. So there's a bunch of stuff coming out, and then obviously next gen systems are right around the corner. So, um, gotta hurry up, get the stuff you got now. Yeah, I, but I mean, all the things will be playable, I would assume, on next gen. So I don't have to necessarily worry about it if and when I get those, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But first up, lightning round. 
because uh, it's time for that because it's done for what we're playing. Uh, we're going to talk about something that has been teased and teased and on Doritos bags and on Mountain Dew code caps and hinted and leaked and forever and ever and teased upon teased and here's a box and it's got a code and the code gives you a video that tells you when to look for the next code in the next video. Wonder Woman? Uh, it's, it's Call of Duty. It's Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. It's official. We got it. It's here. It stars Ronald Reagan. Uh, what did you think of the official reveal of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War? Um, so this was the thing, the event that I tried to play in Warzone, which I thought was a neat way of doing it, but it, a little bit convoluted, um, where at specific times, you can still do it. There's a schedule somewhere that like goes until the first weeks of September. Yeah, you tried to tell me how to do this, and I was like, that sounds like so much work for this thing I just pulled up on YouTube. <laughs> But, like, it was the announcement that was cool. This was before the trailer had ever come out. So you would drop in, but when you dropped in, all the locations were redacted. And, like, they were even redacted when you're falling in. You can see, like, it says, like, Superstore as you're floating past it. It just had a giant black bar over that word, which I thought was neat. Was it a game mode specifically, like, reveal event mode? Or was it just standard Warzone and you're like, oh... Crap, why is it redacted? I just happened to drop into randomly into Warzone at 2 p.m. on Wednesday. No, it was just, if you're playing Warzone, this is what you get. Oh, so everybody got it, reg- as long as it was within that time frame. Yeah, and okay. so it's just like, uh, I'm, my guess is they're trying to replicate the same stuff that like Fortnite does, where like the world exploded, or like you get yeah. it with uh, like your character disappeared, and you're just like, what the fuck, I just wanted to play Fortnite, and like now the world has disappeared. I don't remember that. It was like... Uh, you just like floated into the like the blackness at one point, and you're like, "Do I not get to play this?" And it was like season three or something like that. Oh, I don't even remember that. It's been so long since mm-hmm. I played Fortnite, anyway. But so you you go in, and then on the side, like where your missions usually are, like um, if you have like a contract or something like that, it shows up on the left hand side. It had like get key, find location, uh, like find someone, and then wield the weapon. So like you had to find a key, which was on the map. It was the only point on the map so instead of having like contracts or stuff like that it was just a yellow key Mm -hmm. um so you found the key it brought you to a bunker the bunker gave you a location the location was a person you had to find that person in the like yellow circle so again it's like contracts when you're like killing someone like it doesn't specifically tell you where it is it's just in this one area and then you find them and then it says wield the weapon you get a weapon skin um and then you have to like keep them alive and then after that counts down you then drop back in, and now you have to run to the stadium. And then once you get to the stadium, a countdown happens again, and then the trailer played. But this was like how the trailer was unveiled to everyone. But at, at multiple points during this, you could just be killed and be done, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. The, the dude I was watching, his, um, his teammates kept getting popped off. And he actually died like two seconds before the countdown. <laughs> Some guy came up and punched him, and he was like, motherfucker! But the video still played because his... His he was in quads and the other three people were still alive. So oh, okay. He still got to watch the video, but like the whole time you're doing it, like things keep glitching onto the screen too, which was kind of neat. So like you know, like this isn't you're you're not supposed to be playing Warzone right now. You're yeah. supposed to be doing this. It's very specific. Um, so like it is kind of an asshole thing to kill other people when everyone's trying to accomplish the same thing during the same event. Yeah, but we just talked about being a dick in Call of Duty. Is like. The number it's one like thing it's to like one A in yeah. it's like play Call of Duty is number one and be a dick in Call of Duty is one. It's not even two. It's one A. Like it's so close to one. <laughs> one it's point not one. even. It's not even one A. <laughs> yeah. It's like one A is be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the differences. So the the trailer is 
Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which is a very convoluted mouthful for a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess you can play like it carries on the um, storyline of the original Black Ops game, which I don't like the Black Ops lines. Like, yeah, it's a, I think it's a direct sequel yeah. to that one. Because the, the main character in that is in the trailer from this, and you get him, if you pre-order the game, you get him as uh, an operator in Warzone right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but interestingly enough, the, the pre-orders that were on the PlayStation 4, I don't play it on the Xbox, so I don't know about the Xbox, said... Um, you can pre-order Black Ops Cold War. You can pre-order Black Ops Cold War and the Upgrade Edition, and then you can pre-order Black Ops Cold War like the like Ultimate Whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're charging you more for the update on for this game at least. Some systems and some games say that they won't. So I wonder if it's the same on the Xbox or not because the X- the Xbox has their like buy it on Xbox One, get it on Series X. Thing. No, it's this. It, that's not for every game, the smart delivery. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it here. Um, you can buy, it's a $70 cross-gen bundle where you get the PS4, PS5 digital versions for 70 and the Xbox One and the Series X digital versions again for so 70 So it is on the Xbox as well. Yeah, so it's um, it's 70 bucks instead of 60 which like, whatever, that's 10 extra bucks to get the next-gen version. I'm sure if you were a Call of Duty player who wants to play Call of Duty for the entire year that it's the new Call of Duty, you're going to get this and you're going to be satisfied. Yeah, I actually don't blame him on this. And 10 bucks is not that much. No, it's not like I think the I think it was like 40 bucks for the NBA one. It was when yeah. we talked about where it was like 100 bucks and you get both. Yeah. That's excessive cuz you might as well just not do that. Yeah, just wait and buy the next gen version. If you're so gung-ho in doing it. Yeah. Um, for three months. Like, you're not going to pay $40 to play a game for three months. Yeah, exactly. So, um, said so t- yeah, 10 bucks isn't that bad to get the next-gen update for when next-gen systems comes out. But you also get, like, whatever the digital, digital exclusive stuff is for that. So, like, it's just more zone skins. But, conversely, my thought was that this was going to be a separate launcher from Warzone. But from every indication, it's going it's, to launch through Warzone. Yeah, yeah. But, and this is what I think we talked about last week or the week before where, yes, this is a Treyarch game versus an Infinity Ward game. And you would think that those two would, would be separate in terms of launchers. But the fact that this is all now under this overarching, encompassing Call of Duty umbrella yeah. is, I think, what Activision's trying to accomplish here of saying, you're an Activision studio, you're an Activision studio, the other one, Sledgehammer, you're an Activision studio too, and everything runs through Warzone now. Like Warzone's our bread and butter. Warzone's the thing that gives us money for season passes like we'd never seen before with traditional like level season passes, the like, you know, season ladder, the Fortnite model, I guess. We've seen more money than we've ever seen before. Warzone's the way to go. We're getting everybody in. Even the people that don't buy the game, they're spending things on the battle passes. It's it's all Warzone all the time. You're launching from Warzone, build it within the Warzone launcher and everything will be there and everything will be fun. Makes sense, but um, the install had leaked, and it's going to be 100 gigs. Yeah, which so is not unheard of for... Modern Warfare, Warzone, Spec Ops, all of that stuff, your your Call of Duty experience is going to be 260 gigs. Well, that's the, th- that's the thing I wonder about the launcher is, will you still have to have all of the like multiplayer single player modern warfare stuff or would you just get rid of modern warfare off your hard drive 
because you're now moved on to Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Oh, you can. Like, I mean, you don't have any of the multiplayer stuff because you don't physically... You haven't, I don't own you haven't purchased it. Yeah. So that isn't even an option to download. Same thing with the Spec Ops stuff. But, like, for me, like, I bought the game, so I have... I can I deleted the campaign already because I think next I platinumed it so yeah. I'm never gonna play that again. I deleted all the spec up stuff because I don't have friends who want to play that. Um, so I just have multiplayer or multiplayer is bundled in with single player. So I have to keep that on my hard drive. Yeah. Um, and then I have the Warzone stuff separate. So I don't have any of the spec ops series stuff, but yeah. they are different chunks that you can delete. So my guess is when Black Ops uh, Cold War comes out, it'll do the same thing. Single player, multiplayer will be lumped into one thing. And then the seasons of whatever they're going to call um, Warzone, or if they're going to change it or whatever, will be a different install. Yeah. And then Zombies will probably be a third one, because that'll replace the Spec Ops or whatever. Yeah. So it'll still be under the same umbrella, but like even with... I only have a third of the stuff downloaded, it's still 120 gigs. Yeah. I did... like There's a bunch of memes. It's like, you know, Call of Duty Cold War Physical Edition leaks, and it was just a giant like internal hard drive I'm like okay that's pretty funny everybody's another joke that's good I, I appreciate that one yeah um but i think the game looked cool like we watched the i don't think it was the revealed trailer per se no, but it was watched like the cinematic the opening cinematic that was awesome like ronald reagan comes storming in, he's like you've got a mission and it's top secret just go and i don't want to hear about it we're gonna save the world russians russians yeah russians. i don't i don't like them it's morning in america no drugs uh, Did you see any of the like actual trailer stuff? Yeah, I watched it the other day. Like um, the like RC car and stuff like that, and like planes coming fucking crashing down. Like it looks like original Modern Warfare was, where like this is a spectacle. It's not just a run here and shoot things. Yeah, it's like half movie, half video game. Yeah, and that's what uh, the first Black Ops was like that a lot too with the story because it had what was it? Sam Worthington was like the main character. And so that was like right at the height of he's going to be the biggest star in Hollywood. Turns out he wasn't, but that was the idea at the time. And it was, you know, I remember like the torture scenes and stuff where it felt very cinematic and very movie like. Um, So the fact that this is a direct sequel to that, this feels like it's carrying on that legacy as opposed to like, we're in space and we're fighting everybody and it's crazy and it's space. Yeah, Black Ops 1 was the only one that I played and liked uh, for the campaign. I played Black Ops 2 as well. I don't remember a damn thing about it other than being like, nope, not as good. But also it was competing with Modern Warfare. So like, Modern Warfare clearly had the better campaign. But I'm glad that this is going to actually have a campaign. It's going to be super cinematic and cool looking. I don't think I'll buy it at launch just because I don't think any Call of Duties were 60 bucks. Um but I'm sure Joe will, and I will play it as a, <laughs> at his house. Yeah, I mean, this will probably be, I'm sure, a thing that you can get, you know, Black Friday or whatever, and maybe get it for 50 or 40 around Christmas time or something, and it'll be totally worth it. I mean, it's the same thing I did with Modern Warfare. I waited yeah. about six months and bought it for 40 bucks. Yeah, and the fact that you can then, you know, buy the Battle Pass if you want to, and I, I wonder how the money will work. Like, if you, at the end of, at the end of this Modern Warfare season... When it transitions Warzone into Black Ops Cold War stuff, I'm assuming if you have enough money saved up from doing all your challenges to then buy the next Battle Pass, that that will all carry over, I would think. I haven't seen anything that can... It's just Call of Duty points. It's terribly named CP. Yeah. Um, 
So, but the fact that this is technically like I don't know how Warzone will work. Is Warzone does that money still go to Infinity Ward, or does will it now transition to going over to uh, Triarch? Like I don't know who gets the money when you buy the season, like the battle pass. Well, my guess is, and will once, once this ends, Infinity Ward's maintaining of Warzone will end. So, um. Treyarch will now be maintaining all of the development on it, so it'll go to them because they're not Infinity Ward's not working on it anymore. I guess, or they are still working on it. I don't like. I don't know how this works because this is something that we've never seen before, where these multiple companies are sharing this game Platform, thing. Yeah. So I assume if you've got enough Call of Duty points from the Battle Pass to buy the next year's Battle Pass or the next season's battle pass that you'll still be able to use them and they'll carry over and everything will just, it'll seem unchanged other than the map and the layout. But there hasn't been enough. entirely changed as well. Well, that's what I'm saying. Everything will be the same to you season to season, except for the map being different. And like there may be being zombies or whatever, whatever new cold war stuff comes in. I assume if you didn't know the game was changing companies, you would be unfazed by what happens in Warzone, other than, Oh, it's a new season. We're blowing everything up. Well, and you're not I in Verdansk anymore. You're in wherever. They would have to change all the characters. Everything's going to have to change. Yeah. All of those characters are tied to the future. But in terms of like playing the game. Like, well, but what I'm saying is like they could very much just be like spend your CP points now. Or you can maybe carry them over. But you can't use them on anything else because all of these characters are tied to this timeline. And like when it goes over to black ops it's gonna be all new everything so yeah i mean you could theoretically break the immersion of warzone by saying price can still be playable in warzone because it's whatever yes he yes he technically doesn't exist in the canon of warzone of call of duty black ops because he's from the future but from the fact that you've spent money on this operator that he's fine and you can still use him like i don't i don't i mean i don't know they all have like very ingrained stories into i mean the majority of them do. Some of them were strictly just made for Warzone, so maybe those would carry over. But like, yeah, I don't, I just I haven't seen any information that says one way or the other how it's going to be. You'd think that okay, we got to cut this off because <laughs> we're now telling a different story within Warzone and within the game. But at the same time, like there are no other games that exist like this that are a games as service that after their first year is like nope, a different company's handling it and telling a different story and nothing's the same and nothing matters like. Fortnite has always just been Fortnite, and while the world has changed and the lore has changed a little bit, you can still play as Mr. Tomato Face, and that's fine. Right. And, like, Overwatch is still all the same Overwatch characters, even though seasons are changing or whatever. Like, PUBG, you can still play as the guy. Like, there's no other example of different, different company, different timeline, different story, different lore the way this is. Yeah. So... I guess we'll just wait until November 13th to find out what that looks like. Yeah. I mean, especially since, like, like when you started up, I think, what, season two, it had, like, the dude who died or you thought died in, like, the explosion at the end of the game was just like, no, I'm here now and I have a robot leg. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I wish that was a thing that was told somehow in the story, but, you know, it is what it is. But, like, I mean, that's very ingrained in the, the storyline of the game itself. So who knows what they're going to do with all of that when... Um, uh, Black Ops Cold War comes out. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to see if I can find any. Um, but this says, yeah, an integration between all of this stuff, but it doesn't say, like, what 
necessarily that will mean so i mean because they're gonna have to do new guns obviously and all of these guns yeah. don't exist in the in the past so the, it's it'll be an interesting thing and yeah. i'm sure people are gonna have some sort of backlash regardless well especially if it's something where they like take away any if they take away anything then oh, all hell will break loose because it'll be like i worked for all this and i paid for this and well, yeah, i'm still playing warzone but it's different somehow my guess is they'll probably have two you can play Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone and you yeah. can play Black Ops Warzone. Because some people might not like the older guns of I the 70s. I don't have any interest in playing 70s stuff. Like, because I don't... Or 80s, I guess, technically, because Reagan. But Yeah, like, I don't care about that era or anything like that. And, like, I've already unlocked a shitload of stuff from this one. So, like, I want to keep using the things I... Spent yeah. my digital money. I didn't spend any physical money, but like no, but my like, digital money on yeah skins and you know gold guns and whatnot. Because I can't imagine the people who got like Damascus in like any of the like weapons, like being like, oh yeah, you can't use any of your fucking shiny pink weapons because you spent seven hundred hours playing this game. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but I mean, in the in the past, it would be different because it'd be like, oh, you spent all this money in Call of Duty multiplayer, and then the next year's Call of Duty comes out, and it's different multiplayer, and you're starting at square one again. But you still have that game that exists. You can True. still put in a copy of Modern Warfare and play True. it. Yeah. So like, this is all stuff that exists in the digital realm. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see how it'll all integrate together because, like I said, there's no precedent for it. So. Uh, you know, November 13th is when it comes out. So I'm sure there'll be (laughs) more information uh, as we get closer to it and we'll be covering it all, but it's uh, exciting stuff. I'm, I'm excited for, for this game and what that means for the future of Call of Duty and Warzone. So, uh, all right. Lightning round. I didn't even realize this was happening this week, but, uh, Gamescom started. Uh, now this is not Gamescom as we know it. Traditionally, this is Gamescom at home, essentially, where it's Gamescom live. Yeah, so it's just it's just been videos and live streams and trailer drops and you know the normal hey I'm so and so and me and the team are so excited for you to get to play our new game like that speech that everybody gives of right. we've been working really hard and we've r- rose to the challenge of work from home and we can't wait for you to play what we've been working on we know you're gonna be really excited and we think it looks great and everybody's gonna love Dude, it you it's made gonna a be game. fun uh, you sound like a professional I know I yeah I've I got the script down pat ready to I want to play your game. Yeah, my game is so good. I can't wait for you uh, to play what me and the team have been working on. It's a passion uh, project. Uh, you've been wanting to make this game for years. It finally culminated <laughs> um, in this action-adventure platform <laughs> RPG sports title um, with... Sports title? <laughs> with, what is this, golf story? <laughs> with, with games as service, online multiplayer, battle pass, and we just know that you guys are going to love it. Uh, so take a look at the first trailer. Here it is. This game that we've made. Get hyped. Yeah. So um, it was it was that. Uh, I didn't watch it just because I forgot it was happening. Um, but we're not going to go through everything because it's been three days now at this point of just trailers upon trailers upon trailers upon trailers. So, John, what came out of Gamescom that has you excited for the future of games? Um, nothing. <laughs> well... Not one, nothing. One game seemed interesting, and it was something I didn't know anything about, called Little Nightmares 2. I didn't know there was a Little Nightmares 1. I've heard of Little Nightmares. I've never played it. I feel like it's on everything, but it's I've never played it. Uh, this one was only on Switch, or yeah, at least they were advertising it on Switch. Who knows if it's on anything else? But it looks like, uh, looks like a Limbo-esque game, where it's like um, you're tiny and like the rest of the world is big. And it's like a horror survival platforming game or like loose on platforming. Like Limbo was platforming, but not like Mario. You know what I mean? 
Um, but it looked very cool. It had like a kind of like sepia tone um, color scheme to it. Um, but like, it's not, it didn't blow me away, but I was just like, oh, that'd be neat. Like, I will look and see what the first one costs and then play the new one when it eventually comes out. Mm-hmm. But it apparently won best Switch game of the Gamescom Open Night Live, which didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, you were saying, because like, you watched a little bit of the Opening Night Live, which is their, you know, the very first day. It's their, you know, big E3 showcase style day. Yeah. Um, but you were saying that they were giving out awards like they would at the Game Awards or the end of E3, but they're doing it at the beginning? Yeah, and like during the show. So they gave the award before the trailer for that game was even announced. And I was like, uh, okay, cool. I thought it was going to be like, she was like, the award for best Switch game. And I was like, um, like some Nintendo property. And then it was like, Little Nightmares 2. And I was like, what is that? Hmm. Why Why are you giving an award for something that I have no clue when it is? That technically hasn't been announced yet. <laughs> I think, I mean, I'm sure it had been announced, but like they, they hadn't had gameplay at least or like. It wasn't part of the show. It hasn't been talked about on the yeah. show yet. Um, but yeah, I did watch a bunch of it. It was, it's pretty much just um, uh, the Game Awards because it's Jeff Keighley and Sydney something. I can't remember her last name. She was the, the woman that was doing the like talking from the crowd, giving the awards in her shiny mm. dress that had one sleeve. Um, but she was also had one sleeve and <laughs> apparently that's her thing. But she was also there, and she was doing some of the like presenting of the um, the trailers and stuff like that. But they showed off um, a new Medal of Honor game, which looks neat. Yeah, this is something that had been announced previously. Um, Respawn was making a Medal of Honor game um, that's strictly uh, for VR. But it's also the the people who made like the original Medal of Honor. So the, like the one in 1999 and then the one in 2002 or something like that. So it's like the original team making what they want to make now. Um, and it looks cool. I don't have VR or have any interest in VR, but just hearing him talk about it, it seemed like an awesome thing. Uh, all of the like cutscenes are not cutscenes, but all of the game is um, mo-capped and like acted and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he was saying like there was like 1,100 pages of script or something like that that they had to do. And that all of it's happening around you, whereas like a conventional video game, you know, you're essentially on a path. Whereas this one, like, it's got a living world where like, even you can look over in the corner and be like, oh, that guy's doing something. And that guy was an actor or is an actor or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. has been mo-capped at some point. But um, I don't, they said it was only out for the Oculus during the trailer, or just had the Oculus thing on it. So who yeah. knows if it's ever going to come to anything else. But. I mean, when this was first announced, it was an Oculus game specifically. Now, granted, uh, Vader Immortal was an Oculus-specific game as right. well, made in conjunction with Oculus whatever, Oculus Labs or whatever, mm-hmm. um, that eventually came to PSVR. So I'm hoping that that comes, because I, I always loved the Medal of Honor games as a kid. Like, I had Medal of Honor, I had Underground, I had Rising Sun... I think there was one more that I had too when it came to like PS2 and stuff. So I always really liked the Medal of Honor games. Yeah, so I would be super down for this. It looked really cool. It looked like it has an awesome story. I don't necessarily love the the look of the hands because that's always a thing that you have to kind of get right in VR to not take me out of it is what does my first person perspective really look like? Wherein like Iron Man 
when I play it, I look around and I have full arms, full torso, everything. Yeah. In this one, it you're just floating disembodied forearms for the like. There were parts where you're, you know, you're all you see is your hands and your wrists, which is fine because they're like close to you. But then there were some shots where like you're holding a machine gun and the one arm that's extended cuts off at the forearm and it's just floating there and it just it's very immersion breaking for a thing that's supposed to be super immersive. My guess is that's what's being presented on the TV but not necessarily what's in the headset. So like you Possibly. will probably be seeing it a little different cuz it's your face and your hands whereas like if I'm watching you play it it's on the screen that way. Maybe, but you typically, I mean, as far as I can tell, what you see in VR is what you see on the screen. When you're watching, like if someone's watching it on the TV while you're playing it. Um, and for the Oculus stuff, necessarily, it may not even show on your computer screen because I think it looked like they had both the the regular one that doesn't need a Oh, no, it did say you needed a computer. I was thinking maybe it was the one that like Joe has where it's the Quest or whatever where it doesn't need the no, computer. No, it just said like the wireless one or the wired one. Yeah, because it did say PC uh, required to play it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I hope it comes to PSVR. I think that'd be super awesome because I'm not buying a PC rig to play this. Um, so that I think that would be cool. I did really enjoy the look of that game and I always loved the Medal of Honor franchise. So uh, I'd be down for it. And then they showed some Ratchet and Clank footage at the end, which I was not thrilled with. I mean, I'm going to get that game regardless. So I saw that they were, I saw earlier in the day that they were going to have a big extended gameplay something or other because they showed gameplay at the sony thing yeah. a few like a month or so ago um and i was like you know i'm i'm gonna get that game i love the ratchet and clank games i'm super down for that i'm not i don't need to watch that gameplay i know how ratchet and clank gameplay works i understand the like the rift element of it now from seeing the first gameplay reveal where i'm like i'm i'm good i don't need to see any more from that I, it'll be fun watching the like playing the game in real time to figure out what zany weapons are a part of it as opposed to being like oh that one's cool that one's cool because the fun of ratchet and clank is finding the right weapon for the right scenario so whatever crazy thing it does if you tell me about that beforehand it doesn't matter to me until it's time to use it or have it be the right weapon at the right time in the game my my big issue with it was it did the like kind of this seems like it's this PlayStation's thing, like, with Knack. It was just like, let's put as much shit on screen as we can to prove that our system's a beast. Well, but Ratchet and Clank games have always been like that, where there's a million, you know, people running around, and there's boxes, and the boxes are exploding into a bunch of particles. And But, like, I couldn't tell what was an enemy. Like, I couldn't tell, like... I mean, the developer's playing it, so clearly they know where they're supposed to shoot. But, like, if I was playing this game, I'd be like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? Who's an enemy? Like, people are jumping through a rift. Why are they enemies? Because they're jumping through a rift. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean they're bad. Like, I'm just shooting it because I hovered over it and it's got a reticle. Like, yeah, it was just very, very chaotic. And I was like, this doesn't look fun to me. Like, this looks very, like... Too, and I, too much. <laughs> I mean, I, I granted, I didn't watch this particular one, but I can't imagine it's that different than the one they showed before. But that's probably also something that you get a feel of when you're playing the game. Like, you understand, you know, I'm sure Captain Quark is going to be like, these are the bad guys. These are why they're the bad guys. This is what they're trying to do with the rifts, and this is why you need to stop them as, like, a mission briefing overview at the beginning of the game when he's, like, telling you what you need to do. Um, so I'm sure, like, in the game, while it may seem chaotic and nonsensical now, I think 
in the gameplay aspect of it, when you're actually in the heart of the game, it'll probably make more sense and be less like, uh, I don't know what's going on. But like, if the purpose of a trailer is just trying to sell it to people, it did the opposite. Like, if anything, it was just like, yeah, this looks like nothing I want to play. I mean, if you are you a ratchet like a ratchet and clank person, have you played the other games? I've played a bit of like maybe the first one, and like it's not. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't some like I yeah. don't like the aesthetic. Um, yeah. So this was never going to sell you anyway. It could have like if it came out. And I was like, oh, that looks dope. There was some things that I thought were interesting about it. Like I was telling you the the um, they kept talking about the dual sense controller and how mm-hmm. it like it's going to affect the weapons and stuff differently. And one of the things that he um, one of the developers there was two developers talking. One mm-hmm. of them highlighted that like. Um, you can use the triggers on the controller where one of the guns is a dual sh- uh, barrel shotgun and you pull it until you get resistance and that'll shoot just one barrel. And then you can pull it the rest of the way to shoot the second barrel. Or if you know it's like a bigger enemy, you can just pull it down all the way and just force it through the resistance. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to get my hands on those triggers because it seems like they're going to be doing some really cool stuff, especially when it comes to like Gran Turismo and shooting games mm-hmm. and things that um, can really, you, know, you can really program in some neat, tricks with those triggers i'm excited for that yeah and he said like you can feel it in your hands when you're getting pulled through the, the rifts and it's different from getting like hit by an enemy and stuff like that so like there were stuff that was in it that was seemed nifty but like the way it was presented was just like imagine if someone was like yeah i made a cake and they just start shoving it in your mouth and you're like dude i just wanted to bite like please just don't <laughs> like, i don't think that's a thing i think everybody wants to eat cake that way really yeah i you, you seem very different than everybody everyone just Full like have you ever not have you ever been to a wedding? That's what they do. They take a hunk of cake and just shove it right in the person's face. And that proves how much you love someone is how much cake you can shove into their face. Well <laughs> then I guess everyone's gonna love this game and I'm gonna hate it. But it just didn't it didn't do it for me. And I mean it's also not my aesthetic, but it just looked very it looked like a lot. So your review of the Ratchet and Clank gameplay trailer is it's like cake to the face, but all I wanted was a bite. <laughs> Yes. Put it on the box. Yeah, subtitle. Put it on the box. Uh, and yeah, they'll cut off the all I wanted was a bite thing, and it'll just be like, Broken Clock Podcast, John says, it's like... Right, it, that's my blurb. It's like a fist of cake to the face. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you put that on the box, a lot of people would probably buy it. Especially Ratchet and Clank, where it's kind of like tongue-in-cheek with a lot of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's pretty cool. It was a bit too much. That's fine. Uh, anything else that excited you from opening night live, or anything else that you've seen from Gamescom? Not really. I mean, I only watched the opening night. Um, mm-hmm. I did see some like later trailer stuff. They showed more of Godfall, which is still on the fence about. They mm-hmm. also showed some not great stuff about Dragon Age. Like it was just concept art and all the talking head nerds that work the, at Bioware. Uh, and I say that you know lovingly because we're all nerds, obviously. Um, but just being like you're gonna again it was a, you're gonna love it we've crafted this game it's, it's a whole new yeah, world recycled whole new world whole new story whole text. new environments whole new systems whole new everything it's all new dragon age but it's still dragon age you love and it's all about the people and the characters and it's all about the story we're telling and but like one of them one of the things one of the guys said was like we make characters that, so that either you're absolutely gonna love them or absolutely hate them i was like oh, okay is that a good thing to be touting? Like, I mean, I, to, to a certain standpoint, it is because it's like you're either going to love the character and like want to see good things happen to the character or you're going to hate that character and you want to like ultimately you're going to want the villain to be the character that you absolutely hate wherein you want to destroy them and like win the game. 
I think that's what he was going for. Because then when he said that, they showed the villain. And then they showed the voice actor for the villain of like, I'm going to be the last one standing with all the magic. Who are you? And it's like, oh, okay, again, I'm supposed to hit that guy. You had way more gusto than that guy. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, well, that, maybe that was just one take. We don't know. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what they're – I don't think it's like you're either going to love our characters or you're going to hate them. It's up to you. Uh, we don't care. Just love them or hate them. Yeah. It's, you bought the game. Who gives a shit? Like, I don't think it was that. <laughs> but it easily could have been read of like, did you just say you don't care if we love or hate your characters? Because that doesn't seem right. Right. It wasn't very quotable. You had to watch it. Yeah. It's not, they're not putting that on the back of the box. You're going to love it or hate it. Yeah. Hey, Dragon well, Age. Yeah. Dragon Age. You're going to like it or you won't. I don't know. That's what we're going for, I guess. Like, <laughs> it doesn't seem. It doesn't seem right. The concept art seemed very... It seemed like, cartoony. All almost. over the place? Yeah. There was one that was like kind of like anime looking with like, you know, cartoony features. And then there was like one woman who looked like she was a superhero. Like she had like a raven mask and there was like ravens all around her and she was like holding a bow and arrow. And I was like, what the, what is, what is that? Like, what are you trying to go for? But they all kept talking about this game that was like, sounds like it's done or they're pitching it like it's done and then they had nothing to show for it yeah i mean they're still in very early stages and they said that they said that at the xbox event or whenever we saw this before um yeah when they just showed the like statue rotating and then it just said dragon age or something like yeah that. i don't remember if it was an xbox event or the playstation event or like a ea play thing at some point games uh awards the video game awards uh, but I'm even newer than that. I'm thinking we saw something where oh. it was like it was like an EA overview of like here's little bits of things we're working on, and I don't remember where specifically that was. Um, but yeah, they're super far off on it. But they just want you to know that it's a it's a brand new everything, but it's also Dragon Age. So you love it or you hate it, whatever you bought it, who cares? So, and apparently, it's just, just just called Dragon Age now. Yeah, there was no subtitle or anything given it, and it seems and they said like this is a new place, this is new characters, it's new magic, it's new everything. It's a detective story, but it's also a fantasy story, but it's also an action story, and it's also an RPG, and probably also a sports game. Like it's it's everything that you could want. It does seem like they were just trying to be like, yeah, it's uh, it's it's Skyrim. Hey, by the way, this is this is our version of Skyrim because Skyrim has defe- detective missions, and Skyrim has you know. All of those type of missions at the same time. So, so it's, if they're aiming for Skyrim, then I'm sure they're happy. You know, they'll please lots of people. Yeah, but ultimately, it's it's the Dragon Age you know and love, but not a, but, but it's not all new, at all. But it's all new. So <laughs> get ready. Completely new. Uh, and we do, you don't even know what it looks like yet because I'll be showing you his concept art. But congratulations, it's Dragon Age. We're making it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, like I said, I didn't watch the actual opening night live. I've seen some of the things from it. Um, I saw Lego Star Wars got delayed. But that's to be expected. I mean, it missed its spring release date from this year anyway. So I think we knew it was delayed no matter what. But it's pushed to 2021. They confirmed Series X and PS5 versions. They showed off, I think, the pre-order bonus, which is Luke drinking blue milk with a little blue milk mustache. Uh, There's also, they confirmed the box art, which uh, I don't know if it's all editions of it, but one that Joe sent us where it's got a slip cover where you take the slip cover off and you remove Vader's helmet. And Anakin's face is underneath. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, that's all additions. And uh, then if you pre-ordered at Best Buy, you get Han and Carbonite as a steelbook. Yeah, I'm probably gonna do that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because um, that's pretty sick. Uh, but it it looks cool. Like I'm gonna get that game. I like the Lego games. Uh, I like the Lego Star Wars games. So it'll be cool to retell all the movies like that. Uh, they showed off uh, a trailer for this the campaign of Squadrons. Which uh, I didn't watch because I don't want to know. 
Like that game very much seems like a thing that I just want to kind of go in fresh on. So if I had been watching the show in real time, I'd been like, oh, cool. I'm hyped. I want to watch this. But the fact that I got to like decide after the fact whether or not I wanted to go in and watch it, I ultimately chose not to just because like it comes out in a month. I'm going to get that game. I'm super excited for that game. I didn't see anything that says uh, what like arcade sticks and stuff it's going to work with yet. I know that that was something they confirmed that they would share later in terms of like what on console, what arcade sticks and what flight sticks or whatever are going to yeah. work with it. Uh, I assume the standard ones are going to work with it just fine. So you uh, didn't miss like I watched it. They didn't really show anything. No. And they confirmed that like you're going to see trilogy characters in there. So like obviously we saw Harris and Dula from Rebels in the original reveal. Uh, Wedge was in the original reveal and that those like those characters will take will be like vital to the story so that's cool but i ultimately decided just not to watch it because i know i want to experience that fully new story it seems like it'll be cool it probably also won't be that long if other previous like battlefront campaigns anything to go on so i don't want to show too much of it off because i'm just going to be excited to play that i uh, did show some footage in vr and i was like that is going to make me throw up so oh, yeah see i'm totally down for it because uh, I can I can handle it well enough, I think. We'll see, ultimately, when it... But either way, I'm going to want that game to play. VR uh, or not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I played the X-Wing VR mission in the first Battlefront, uh, which I was fine with. So I think I'll be okay. Could you, like, do Immelons? Like, could you go upside down and stuff? I don't remember. Like, I, it was just one mission that I, like, that I played one time. Because there wasn't much replay value in it. Because it was very short. So I think it'll probably be okay, but I'm super excited for that game. So um, they showed off the, they confirmed the announcers for 2K Battlegrounds, the WWE game. It's going to be Jerry the King Lawler and Moro Ronaldo. Oh yeah, that was super awkward. Um, oh yeah, the, like the trailer with the king. And yeah. Where, yeah, I don't like him as a person or as a commentator, so I'm not like super jazzed by that. But also you can turn the commentary off in wrestling games, so it's totally fine. Uh, so that's probably what I'll ultimately do and then just play music in the background because it really doesn't matter um i'm trying to think oh they shot off the fall guys season two stuff which was medieval we talked about it a little bit we were talking about fall guys uh i do like the fact that there are some that you'll have to move things to get up them which means are you going to be the one that tries to move things or are you going to be the one that just says thanks thanks for moving that for me you jerk i'm out of here and no, then, i'm like, gonna wait for everyone else to move and i'm just gonna hop on them yeah, well, I mean, part of the problem of that is, like, you then get stuck waiting for the physics of getting in, into the same small area as everybody else. Or you, like, it also means that if you're in first place, you have to start moving it. So, like, yeah. at, in, in this one instance, maybe you want to be middle of the pack, because if you're in the middle of the pack, then you're just taking advantage of everyone else who moves stuff. Yeah, exactly. So that'll, that'll add some cool new wrinkles, which I kind of like, because... Um, the key to that right now it's it's great and i love it as i've said a million times but keeping it fresh will be something that's needed with each and every season update um so adding something like this where there's more interactivity with the world i think is going to be a pretty cool Um, but there was nothing else that really jumped out there you know i'm sure there are things that we missed that people are excited about like you know dlc for doom eternal and for the next world of warcraft thing and should this long elaborate animated comic for it that was way too long and then right after that they also showed a trailer for it which was also way too long um it does seem cool though i guess like you you die and you choose which faction of like the underworld you go to Mm -hmm. i was like that's kind of neat um but 
I already just gave you the whole spiel and you didn't have to watch this 15 minute video. Yeah. And obviously if this is a thing that you are super into, you've seen it already. Um, So us trying to recap it's not going to do you any good anyway. A lot of people in the chat were just like, yo, it's wow. You're going to buy it. Yeah. Like if you play wow, you're going to buy it. This isn't, there's going to be characters you love. There's going to be characters you don't love. Whatever. You're going to buy it. (laughs) Yeah. If you're this far in it, you're still playing. Wow. You're going to still play. Wow. Yeah. You're not, you're not stopping. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, there's a ton of stuff you can go look at, you know, what trailers you do or don't want to watch plenty of stuff. Some, you know, some exciting things, some math things, some whatever. I didn't even know that was a thing, but you know, enough good things to look forward to. That's uh, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, all right, lightning round. That wasn't the only games showcased this week. Uh, Nintendo also had one of their smaller Nintendo Direct minis. This one was a, uh, labeled a partner showcase. They had one back in July as well, just showing off some third-party games coming to the Switch. Uh, we're not going to run through all of them, though there wasn't a ton. Uh, but was there anything from the third-party showcase that jumped out at you as being particularly exciting, John? Yeah, there's two games. Um, they announced uh, Puyo Pop Tetris 2. Yes. Which is cool. I don't know why it needs a second one. This could very much just be DLC. Um, yeah, I I looked at it and I'm sure it's the new a new adventure mode, like a new single player adventure thing. Yeah, probably some new characters. You know, a new science bear, new anime girl, or whatever. Like I'm sure that that's what it is. It's new characters. It's new backdrops. It's new adventure mode. Maybe some new gameplay wrinkles. I don't. Yeah, they had, this had some stuff, like, there's new versus modes and stuff, but then they were like, and it's more of the same stuff that you like. And I was like, okay, then why does this need to be a standalone? Yeah, it's all the modes from the original game, plus a new skill battle mode that has a character-based skills and item cards that can be equipped to power up team and quickly turn the tables. So, like, that's a new wrinkle to it, but again, that could be just an expansion that builds upon the previous... Yeah, I bought this game twice already. Like, just give me the... D- like, give it to me as DLC. Yeah, um, um, but then new adventure mode with a full story. So that's that's where the new element comes in. And I'm sure that new skill-based mode will play into the adventure mode as well. And I'm sure you'll be able to unlock things in the adventure mode that are cards that you can use in multiplayer and things like that. I did see that some of the cards are from other Sega properties. So one of the cards that you can get is a Sonic card. It's mm-hmm. like a, a Sonic gold ring. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. I wonder how that's going to play into other things that happen in the game like maybe if like is sonic gonna pop up and just be like hey i'm here now yeah maybe it'll speed up the other like your the opponent's board so it's harder for them to like make decisions and stuff will drop faster so it could screw them over so i'm I'm sure there'll be something where it's tied to the character or the property like that Um, but yeah it, it doesn't really seem like it needs to be a sequel but nonetheless you know it's exciting for people who like the puyo puyo tetris franchises and that first game yeah which is me i mean i don't i'll probably wait until it's 25 dollars or something to get it because i don't think it deserves to be uh, it's most likely not gonna be a 60 dollar game yeah one of my friends loves the like playing these games like the dr robotics mean Beam machine oh, I love dr mario too, and the tetris parts and mm-hmm. so like when i go to his house like we would play that game like we get you know groups of people or whatever and he just shreds like it's it's crazy how much how good he is at it. Yeah. Um, so like nobody wants to play because they're like, she's gonna be like, I'll win a couple, but like he's just gonna destroy us. So like I don't even want to play. Yeah. So I'll probably end up playing it there, assuming we could go to other people's houses for prolonged periods of time indoors and sharing controllers. Like if that's a thing that eventually happens by the time this game comes out, then that I'll probably do that. But yeah, honestly, I have to probably bring my own controller and pair it separately. 
Uh, what else are you excited for? Just Dance 2021? Uh, no, the Kingdom Hearts rhythm game. No, I'm oh. not excited about that either. I um, mean, if you love... I love rhythm games. I don't care about Kingdom Hearts. But if you are a person that likes rhythm games and Kingdom Hearts, that's got to be fun. Right? Like it, I know it's not probably what Switch fans are hoping for, yes. which is a full Kingdom Hearts release. But... It is what it is. It seems like it seems like it could be fun. Uh, uh, Melody they, of memory. They uh, they showed off some gameplay footage of it, and it looked very slow. Mm. Like when I think of rhythm games, I do not think of languid paced games. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're talking about Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions? Yes, which looks like hot garbage. Uh, they also showed off uh, Taiko no Tachijin, um, uh, the, what they're calling Rhythm Adventure Panic. There was two uh, like actual. These are the Taiko Drum rhythm games. Uh, there were two RPGs that came out on the 3DS and only in Japan. And they are coming out on the Switch now, translated in, into English and together. And I am very much into that. Um, there's going to be like over 100 songs in it. You can play the songs outside of the adventure mode if you want as well. So you can play through the like campaign and then you can play the games or the, the play the songs separately. So if you're just wanting to buy more uh, Taiko no Tatsujin game songs, then you can very much do that as well. Um, but I'm just I'm happy that this is getting more and more attention outside of Japan because these games are fun as hell and they're relatively simplistic. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to play like the expert levels and stuff like that, there's a spike in difficulty. But if you want to enjoy playing a banging drum game, <laughs> like it, it's it's two buttons, like it's left and right, and that's it. So. Um, I'm excited for that. I was also pseudo excited for, um, or like a little excited for the um, Saga game collection, mm-hmm. which we saw as, uh, a, they came to America as Final Fantasy Legends. Um, so they're calling it the collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend on the Switch, which is the first three Saga games, I believe. I was like, oh, that's cool. I definitely want to play those because I remember playing the first one and then like whatever Saga game was on the PS1. But... It's, like, in Game Boy mode. Like, when you're playing the game, it has, like, a fake Game Boy on screen. And, like, Hmm. you can change, like, the backgrounds and stuff. And, like, it even shows, like, the Game Boy buttons. And it's just the green and on green color scheme. That's good. I was like, like you tried real hard, didn't you? So, if this is over $30, I will be surprised. Hmm. There you go. But I was initially excited for it. I mean, we'll see what it costs when it comes out i'm mm-hmm. sure it'll be in bargain bins probably very quickly um if it's even this may not even be a physical release it may just be a digital thing like yeah. they did with the dragon quest games but i was excited about the prospect of it coming and then i saw it is no different than actually just buying the Game Boy games which i could probably do for less than 30 dollars anyway yeah you probably track those down somewhere um but taiko no Tatsujin, Rhythm adventure, whatever that the rhythmic adventure, rhythmic one adventure two. pack. I'm yep. super down for that. Nice. Yeah, I didn't watch this because I'm boycotting all Nintendo videos until they give me a proper direct that I know is going to unveil the 35th anniversary. Because get the fuck out of here, Nintendo! I just want it. It's it's the end of the week. Remember you said that there was going to be an announcement at this week if, of the the or there was a rumor that yeah, big announcement. A, a rumor week. every day. Uh, at this point, I just want it. Just give it to me, please. We're running out of time. The 35th anniversary only has like three months left. So like, let's. Let's get on with it. It's not, um, it's not coming out. It's, go- it's coming out eventually. I know it is. 
I, it's just a matter of, I don't, at this point, I don't think it's going to hit the 35th anniversary. And I think it'll just be something just that comes out next year yeah. as like a, we missed it. COVID, what are you going to do? Here it is, which is fine. It's still exciting. It's still a game I'm going to get and I'm excited for, but just gimme, gimme, gimme. At least announce it at this point. Like, I don't know why everyone, like the rumors are there. The rumors are persisting. The rumors about when the announcement is coming are f- like fast and furious. Like just confer- even if I have to wait until Nintendo. next year, we had just tell me pretty much confirmation of a Switch Lite, and then they're like, "Yeah, we don't have any plans of making a new Switch." And then two weeks later, we I had know. the Switch Lite announcement. So just give it to me. Um, but I mean, maybe it'll be next year because maybe it'll launch with this next rumor that also won't die. Lightning round. Uh, new word this week in form of stoking the fan flames of uh, a new Switch Pro supposedly coming in early 2021. Uh, that is the new rumor this week. Um, that was a report from Economic Daily News uh, and confirmed by some other outlets that the new version uh, will enter production later this year and is set to launch at retail in the first quarter of 2021. Uh, they claim to be informed by sources in the company's uh, supply chain saying that the new version of the Switch will feature improved interactivity and a better quality display, though they didn't say what that means. There's no numbers to associate of what the screen looks like or the battery life or anything like that, but... Um, it seems like we are getting an enhanced Switch, something I know they've said they're not doing. But as you pointed out, they also said they weren't doing a Switch Lite, and then they did, and everybody loved it. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if a Switch Pro comes in 2021, because now it'll be out to kind of coincide, so to speak, with the next-gen big boy consoles. So it kind of keeps you more in line with the... You're not going to match the PS5 and the Series X. It's just not going to be a thing. But it makes it probably easier for companies to maybe be able to port those PS5 Series X games over to the Switch rather than having to like have an even bigger gap between them. So it makes sense from a Nintendo standpoint to try to maintain an extra level of power if you can. But knowing full well that you're like, not, they're not in competition with them, though. No, you're not in competition with it, but you want to make sure that they, that games that people want to play on your system can be ported over. So like if the like if do the next doom game or the next you know wolfenstein game or whatever comes out on the big boy consoles you don't want to have it be this incredibly difficult downgrade process to get it onto switch you want to if you can release a beefed up switch i feel like that's what they're trying to do so not stay in competition because you're not going to match them but at least stay somewhat close and relevant so that way games can be ported to your console and it, you're not just relying on nintendo first party and switch only games well and i think most of their stuff is just they're the port machine now like for indie stuff yeah like i would have never played like bro force or like my name is pedro or any of that other stuff because they came to switch first before they came to other stuff but like i don't have a finger on the pulse of the indie things on any other console other than switch so i don't know maybe that'll change but i don't see the need for a switch plus or switch elite or switch new or whatever they're gonna switch call. new that's what we're calling they it. called the 3ds the new 3ds like it could everything had new on it at the time new super mario brothers this just could be new switch yeah there you go just get ready for new switch I, i'm calling it Nintendo new Switch, or new Nintendo new Switch. new Nintendo Switch, okay. yeah. Um, but if they do it, my guess is maybe it'll be a console 
it'll only be a TV system. That's possible too. I mean, they came out with the no TV switch. They they might as well come out with an all TV switch. I like the having the difference in portability, but it honestly wouldn't surprise me if they were like, no, we want to make this is for people who want a more powerhouse switch. It's again, still not going to match the other big consoles, but this is this is for people who don't want to play on the go, don't want to take it out, don't want to scuff the screen, don't want to, you know, travel with it. Here it is. It's it's there. It's on your TV. Yeah, and like they've always had a handheld and a like you know TV console console. Yeah, and this is the first generation they haven't because the Switch is kind of all encompassing. The 3DS is still alive and well. They keep telling us that at every turn, but we haven't seen any games. We just have to believe them. But it's not. <laughs> but at least they not told here. us. There are 3DS games still coming yeah. out in Japan because it's more portable. But also, I probably saw more people playing Switch than I did the 3DS mm-hmm. in public in Japan anyway. So all of that has gone over there. But this is the first time that they haven't had two very different systems. Maybe the Switch Lite is their now handheld, and then the Switch, new Switch, when it comes out, will be their console version. Yeah, um, we'll see. Like their TV plug-in version, if it ever comes out. I yeah. Mean, this rumor has been running for before the Switch Lite, so... Yeah, because originally it was we're getting both at the same time. Yeah, yeah, uh, rather than one and then the other. But who knows? They'll confirm it when they're ready. If it is even a thing. Uh, speaking of when it's ready, lightning round. PS Five, uh, Sony, more importantly, came out this week, uh, and they want to do their best to help you get a PS Five into your home this fall. Because as they've said in the past and confirmed this week. So supplies will be limited for the PS5. The nature of COVID shutting down supply chains and slowing down the production of things uh, overseas has meant that they're probably not going to have as many consoles as they would have liked. Um, Even though a couple of weeks ago they announced they were making more than they initially announced. Yeah, but they were they were making more than they probably were going to go to go to bat with because they know that the fan demand is there. They've seen the reactions to the showcases they've put out, the reactions to the video of what it looks like and the controllers and all these things. And granted, we still don't know price or release date yet. Fan expectations seem to be high enough to say people are going to want this system. Um, So they have said that there's going to be limited quantities. They want to do their best to help you get them. Uh, And what this means is Sony has opened up a pre-order lottery, which means you can win the chance to buy a PS5 from Sony directly when it comes time for that to be a thing. You can win the chance to pre-order it. Yes. Doesn't mean you're actually going to get one. (laughs) Winning the chance to pre-order it doesn't mean that you actually get to pre-order it. It is, there will be a finite window at that point. They'll probably give out more than they, um, you know, they'll probably give out more winners than they have consoles available. Uh, this does not mean this is the only way that you're going to get a PS5 as far as I know. Uh, it doesn't seem like they were saying, like, this is the only way. Retailers will still get PS5s. You know, you'll still probably be able to pre-order from GameStop or Best Buy or whoever. Um, doesn't necessarily mean you'll get the first wave of them. It may be something where it's like, you're going to get one, but it's going to come in waves and it's going to stagger and it's first come, first serve, and we're going to call on lists because those retailers probably aren't going to get very many either. So this is just one additional way of trying to ensure that you get the next-gen console. You basically just sign up with your PlayStation Network account and your email, and if you're selected, they'll send you an email with a time that it'll go on sale, and at that point you can go try to to grab it which 
They kind of have to give you a price first. Yeah, uh, you'd think I that, wish that would they, be... they would have given us a price before, because I didn't even sign up for it, because I was just like, I don't know what it's going to cost. Yeah, I mean, I signed up for it because I, I think I'm going to get one regardless of what it costs. I don't think it's going to be astronomical. I know you said you've seen some rumors this week about a whole variety of price points. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those were placeholders, but it seems like one went up in some website in Germany for like 780 euro, which is like $1,100. Which seems just incredibly excessive. and Which I, can't be real. Yeah, um, I can't imagine that they would ever have the balls to do that. No. And then there was one that went up on some PC website for uh, a two terabyte system for like $730. But then the more like believable one is that uh, it's going to be $500 for the one with the Blu-ray drive and 400 for the digital only. Yeah. And at 500, I'm down. Like that's what I assumed it was going to be at the start. The PS4 Pro is 400. This is more powerful than that with new technology and stuff. That seemed like a viable price point for me. But the uh, the hard drive for the um, the digital version was 825 gigs, which if you play Call of Duty, that is one eighth of your system. <laughs> yeah, well, and that I think that's the terabyte. Like they already said, it's a one terabyte hard drive. Yeah, but 825 is what it, what you'll have usable potentially because the the OS and all that stuff. It's never you never have. No, but that seems like that's 175 gigs. Of OS, which seems excessive. I don't know. Usually it's about 10%. That's what, 17%? That's not that... I, I, that's still, that's more than 10, so that's ex- kind of excessive. I'm not well, saying for it's... for a PC, I don't know what is... Obviously, consoles are a new a beast. Yeah, I don't, I'd have to look at like what the my one terabyte PS4 has in terms of total space to to know that. I don't well, know, and I'm sure it'll remember. come preloaded with all sorts of garbage, like... View will be on there. View's not even on there. It's not a thing. PlayStation Now. They keep installing that back on my PS4. I delete it every time. It, I don't think they're installing it. I think they're putting an ad for it there. No, because you can straight up say delete, and then it tells you how much space it's taking up. So, like, they oh. install PlayStation Now every time they update your system. Oh, I haven't seen that. And I'm like, stop doing that. Hmm, that's weird. Uh, but, yeah, so if you are selected as part of the pre-order lottery, you'll be able to pre-order the following. And there's limits to how much you can buy. Um, so it's one PS5 console or one PS5 digital edition, two wireless controllers, two charging stations, two Pulse 3D wireless headsets, two media remotes, and two HD cameras. So... I don't know why you'd purchase two HD cameras, two media remotes, two headsets, uh, or two charging stations if you can only pre-order one console and two controllers. Like, it seems like you'd be able to get one of each, and that would be suffice, but I don't know. There's got to be a reasoning there for something, but... Because you want three controllers for some reason? Well, you can only get two controllers. Well, you can pre-order two controllers. It comes with a controller. That oh, yeah, yeah, three. yeah, yeah. So I guess, so then two charging stations make sense, but I don't know why you'd want two headsets or two media remotes or two cameras. No, two headsets, maybe if you had like a brother that you want to play with or a sister or a And that's parent. like, hey, this is yours. Don't touch mine. Don't get your weird ear right. grease don't in mine. Don't get your ear wax all over yeah. it. Uh, but two cameras and two remotes don't make any sense. No. Especially if you can only have one console. Yeah. Um, so this is only for U.S. customers right now as well. If you are outside the U.S., you can still do this, but you have to ultimately buy and ship the console to a U.S. address. So. And that also means you have a U.S. console. Yeah, but I don't think this. I don't think that matters this generation for PlayStation anyway, because like the PS4 is region free, I believe. 
yeah, I guess that's true. So it wouldn't really matter where you get the console from as, as long as it's region free, which I think they've confirmed that it is. So I signed up. Uh, if anybody else signed up, best of luck to you. Um, Just don't take Adam's. Yeah, I already told you last time, everybody, not to take mine, and you did. So don't take mine this time either, because I'm going to be real sad if I lose out on two consoles in the same year just because the internet scalpers are at their beck and call to do whatever craziness they need to do. Thankfully, you had to put a PlayStation username. I mean, you could go create a bunch if you wanted to, but that at least should cut down on it. But That also uh, made me think that, like... Imagine like you wanted to jump in with a PS5. Well, if you don't have a PSN account, like, well, this is just for this one pre-order lottery. Yeah, Again, you, you can you still try and purchase from. from. If you're like, oh my god, I like games now. I want a PS5. That's how I'm gonna jump into playing video games for realsies. I want to go to launch day and deal with the most painstaking. Experience. Yeah, you could just go try and pre-order from GameStop or Best Buy or you yeah. know wherever EB in Canada or Game in the UK or whatever. Whatever place that you want to go to get those. So we'll uh, we'll see what kind of clusterfuck that turns out to be come whenever it comes come holiday. Whenever, Who fucking knows? Whenever November it something comes out. Uh, speaking of whenever it comes out, lightning round. Uh, Halo we've talked about has been delayed to twenty twenty one. They did reiterate this week that there is no plans to delay it beyond that. So it's not. 2022 it's going to be 2021 they've also confirmed that there's no they're not going to scrap xbox one support so it's still going to come in 2021 it's still going to come on xbox one and xbox series x they're not doing anything to make the load easier for delivering this game on time uh, but they are bringing in somebody that should help make the game better so john why don't you tell us about that so um on tuesday or something they announced that um a uh, developer from the original Halo series. He's also written some of the Halo novels, so he worked on the Bungie versions. Uh, Joseph Staten is going to be joining uh, 343 as the campaign project lead, which seems like something you want to do when your game's not done. Or oh, I mean, the game's not done. We this far that. supposed to be done? Like, it's almost September. This was supposed to come out in two months, and now they're hiring a project lead on the campaign yeah i mean it doesn't bode well for what they said was no well we knew this was we knew this was far behind and because if this was just hey we're close but we're going to need a little bit of extra time honestly they probably would have just pushed it and given a crazy big update day one patch and use that extra month to finish it all off so we knew that this wasn't close to being anything like what they wanted Uh, this you know this news just confirms that because they're bringing in somebody to kind of batten down the hatches and really just get this shit going in the right direction this does bode well for people who like the campaign like me and not so much the multiplayer um whereas joseph Stanton created a lot of the characters from the original trilogy he mm-hmm. directed and like wrote the original cutscenes, and he also um like i said before he wrote one of the halo novels um halo contact harvest which was all about um chief or not chief uh sergeant avery um so someone who's very ingrained in the lore is now taking over as the head of the campaign which again seems like an odd thing to do this far in development but uh, it's a good choice Mm -hmm. especially from someone who is ingrained in the series and was a bungee employee at one point like is now working with the thing that he helped create. Yeah, so he has his roots firmly placed in the Halo universe, which is good. And 
I mean, they've stated with Infinite they wanted to kind of go back to the roots of Halo, go back to the beginning, so to speak. You can see that in that first gameplay where it looks very much like a Halo 1, which was also to its detriment because it (laughs) kind of looked looked like Halo 1. Um, But I think that this will help kind of get them where they want to go with the game and with the franchise is kind of a back to the beginning. Let's bring in the people who know Halo the best. Not to say that 343 doesn't, but there are people that were working with Halo long before 343 like existed, I think. So um, seems like good news. Yeah, 343 uh, is the um, like the troop of Halo like people didn't stick around with Bungie. No, no, like in the lore, 343 exists as a troop of people. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, it's the same thing with um, uh, whatever the Call of Duty developers that spun off, or um, the uh, Gears of War developers, the Coalition. Coalition mm. are, a, are a thing that existed in the game, and then they turned into a development team yeah. that makes only Gears of War games. So, 343 is only a Halo studio. Um, so, that makes sense. Um, they also brought in Pierre Hintz, uh, who helps work on the uh, multiplayer for the Master Chief Collection, mm-hmm. uh, which was known to be a dumpster fire. So bringing him in to do the multiplayer, he's now the head of multiplayer in Halo Infinite. So he's hopefully a- he can do a better job than he did on the Master Chief Collection, because that was hell on earth for people who wanted to play multiplayer on the Master Chief Collection. Well, it works better now. So I don't know at what point if he was that the whole time. It took but a year and a half to fix, though. <laughs> but still, like, if he's the one that came in to fix it, then the, he's the guy that you want to come in to fix this. Yeah, I don't know how, what his involvement was with it, yeah. other than he was involved with being the head of multiplayer. So Yeah, so he's the project lead for the multiplayer component, which, again, is is free to play. So um, shakeups a, a plenty over at 343 for Halo Infinite, which... I mean, if you if you don't like the direction they were going originally, this could bode well for the future of it. If you were on board then, you, there's no way you're off board now. This seems like it's only a good thing moving in the, the right direction for a game that has committed to a 2020 run release. But the more we hear about it, the more it doesn't seem like it's spring. It seems like it's holiday yeah, this 2021. Is going to be a year from when they initially said. Yes, this seems like this will be the Series X anniversary launch game. I do feel like they might release the multiplayer ahead of time. Like, yeah, we'll that see. seems like a more sound decision. But, I mean, this is good news for people who are interested in the campaign. Mm hmm. A lightning round. John, this one's right in your wheelhouse as we got a release date for the next game in a series that you are very much a fan of. So they announced a while ago, I think during the Xbox um, Games Showcase, that uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is the seventh game in the Yakuza franchise, well, technically like the 11th or something, but the seventh mainline game, I guess, is getting a release date in November, and now they have an official date, so it's November 13th, Mm -hmm. Um, and that'll come out on uh, Xbox and PS4. And also next-gen stuff, I believe. Yes. Uh, So it's confirmed for November with uh, PS5, Xbox Series X dates still unclear. So they are coming to later next-gen consoles. There's no indication of whether or not it's going to be a smart delivery thing on Xbox, though its presence at the Xbox Game Showcase leads me to believe that it is. Because I feel like at that time they confirmed, like, all of these are having smart delivery. All of these are going to be, I think, on... um, xcloud or something games pass 
So Yeah, I think it had the smart delivery thing in the, the corner. Yeah, so that'll probably be something you get smart delivery. I would assume if they're doing that on Xbox, they will also do a free upgrade on PlayStation because I, I don't think I've heard of a game that's doing smart delivery that isn't doing a free upgrade on PlayStation. I don't, Maybe Cyberpunk, NBA? but uh, NBA's not a smart delivery one either. Oh. It's you got to pay the hundred bucks for Cyberpunk. They said it would be free for everything. Okay, so yeah, so I think as long if it gets smart delivery, I feel like it's the same because I mean it wouldn't be unprecedented, but it would also be a super dick move to be like, okay, sorry PlayStation, you got to pony up the thirty bucks or whatever. Again, not unprecedented, but yeah, I was gonna say it, it's gonna happen eventually. There probably will be something where Xbox signs some exclusive deal or something. That, you know that playstation players don't get right um it's bound to happen i'm sure but um there's no indication here um whether or not the next gen updates will be free or when those will come um but i mean you're gonna get this i assume you're excited for this yeah Yeah. um i don't know if i'm like i will definitely buy it i don't know at one point like i don't know if i'm gonna get it at launch because i haven't played all six of the yakuza games and my it's this is a new character this is not um Kiryu's story. This is a new character story. So, like, this will exist in its own storyline. Obviously, it's its own storyline, but, like, it's gonna be a new start for the series, hence why it's not called Yakuza 7 here. Mm-hmm. It's called Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, so, I kind of want to play through the others, and I've actually been getting the itch to go back and play through the others lately. Um, to just, like, understand the stuff that goes on here. There's a probably going to be a lot of side characters and stuff like that um but i am excited for this game even though it looks like it's a different it is a different type of game it's a a turn-based uh action rpg um but yeah i'll be buying it it's already came out in japan in january um and actually i didn't even know that Uh, i will look and see how well it fared over there though because i'm curious um but i'm glad it's coming out on both consoles I'll be buying on PlayStation, but it's nice to know that, like, there's a draw for this series and a draw for them to come out relatively around the same time, as opposed to waiting years and years for them to come out um, in the Western and Eastern market. Nice. Uh, All right. Lightning round. It's uh, free games time. So we're coming up to the first of the month uh, this week. So I think Tuesday. So we're going to get a whole batch of free games across all of the platforms. So, John, I think you've got the PlayStation Plus and Games with Gold for this month. So usually I start off with the bad ones, but uh, they're both kind of not great. They're kind of all bad. Um, so to start off with the more bad ones, you get four titles on the uh, Xbox Games with Gold. Uh, you're getting The Division 1, which is known... A good game, but... It's a good game, but was also like $3 for like six months in a row <laughs> yeah because it's one of those things where anyone who played it is now playing two so i don't think anybody's playing it anymore and most and of the fun was that the game yeah. is playing it online yeah. so cool i i enjoyed the shit out of the division one i played all i have a, a thousand achievement points in it like joe and i and skip and i played all of it um so great for those who haven't played it yet but it's also very old um they also announced uh, the Book of Unwritten Tales, which will be available September 16th to October 15th. Don't have a damn clue what that is. Um, it looks like your generic uh, fantasy action game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blob 2, uh, which is a sequel to Blob 1, which was a family 
platformer game mm-hmm. uh, will be available on September 1st to the 15th. And Armed and Dangerous, which was a regular Xbox title that is also a generic shooter, third-person adventure or action game. Uh, and that'll be available in the second half of September. So some good choices. Uh, they've kind of given up. Both of the companies have kind of given up giving out decent things these days. No, I feel like it's just like a month or two ago, the PlayStation ones were really good. And Fall Guys. Other than Fall Guys, yes. Fall, like, Fall, Fall Guys is great. It's free. It's your last chance to get If you hear this the day it comes out, it is your absolute last chance to get it. Cause I For think, free. Because I think the first being a Tuesday means that that's when the PlayStation Plus games come out. Yeah. So Because it's always it the now. first Tuesday of the month. Yeah. Um, but I think as a whole, uh, games, uh, the Xboxes ones have just not been good. Mm. Um but onto PlayStation's uh, PlayStation Plus games for September, we have Street Fighter V. Which, if you wanted to play Street Fighter V, you have it already, and you play it and you like it. Like I don't. I was talking to a friend of mine who likes Street Fighter games. I was like, "Are you ready for the influx of noobs that are going to come that are going to download this game and be like, oh, fighting? I like fighting games,' and then just get absolutely tooled? Like, yeah. are you ready for that?" He's like, "Yeah, kind of." I would hope there's a little bit more of a ranking system in these things. Probably. Um, but you're also getting uh, player unknown battlegrounds or PUBG as we all know it. Nobody's playing PUBG anymore, are they? Like I, of all the options for battle royales out there, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are people who are PUBG like OG PUBG players um, that are still playing PUBG. I feel like even those people would have been like, "Oh, Warzone is what I wish PUBG was," because PUBG is just so clanky. I just, I don't know. Having played all of them on systems, I think there are a lot of people who still play it on PC. Okay, I guess that makes more sense. Playing it on systems, like, I played it on the Xbox One, and I it crashed 75% of the time. I mean, I've, I've played it now on mobile. I've played it on Stadia. I've, I'll, I mean, I'll probably download it and try it on PlayStation just to get my some one people, chicken dinner with the bots. And But some people like their, like, original flavor, you know, whatever. And, and yeah. now that there's not saying they're 700 wrong, like different it. flavors, like, yeah. this... This is the thing that created the Battle Royale. This is vanilla. It is. Yeah. yeah. So, dude, I love vanilla. Like, some people want to go back and play Counter-Strike still. I mean, granted, Counter-Strike's a bigger game, but, like, how many other Counter-Strike clones are there? Like, probably just as many as there are Battle Royale clones. Yeah, but I feel like Counter-Strike is still the best version of that type of game, whereas PUBG was the first, but it's not the best anymore. And I feel like that's the difference there, where it's like... Anything PUBG did, Warzone's done better. Like they're they're more similar than Fortnite. Fortnite, because of its cartoony nature and over the topness and how it's gone in that direction more, has strewn away from how it was kind of like a PUBG clone at the start. See, I think they're I think it's the opposite. I think that Fortnite and PUBG are very similar. Fortnite has just the climbing and building aspect, but like you can't put on different armor pieces in Warzone. Also, you can't be third person in Warzone. So, like, Warzone and Apex, I think, are the same. Yeah. And then, call or not the same, but, like, they're on the same highway. You see, I feel like... And then Fortnite and PUBG are also on the same highway. Yeah. Um, because they're more uh, long-term, as opposed to, like... like and they also encourage uh, camping and not... Not not negative connotation camping, but they they uh, they encourage surviving. Yeah, which um, is the point of those games, right? 
Um, whereas I think Warzone is, I mean, it's obviously a first-person shooter, so it's more action-oriented, but also you can't put on armor. You can't change your clothing yeah. in uh, mid, mid-battle. mid There's yeah. no, once you get the items or the, the weapons that you want, there's no need to get other weapons. Whereas PUBG is like, you find, you have to deal with what you find. Yeah. Which is also like Fortnite. Well, you still have to deal with what you find in Warzone. Like they all, obviously they all have very similar aspects to them because they all are shooters that are battle royales that are pick up, find stuff, move on kind of things. But there are no loadouts in PUBG. It's very, it is very vanilla. Yeah. I just like, in terms of a free game, I'm just like, okay, it's, I'm going to get it and I'll probably play around in it just because I do it every time I get a free copy of PUBG. I play around in it and then I'm like, oh yeah, okay. You just you just kind of clunky and janky and you seem very dated because it doesn't seem like they've done enough to keep up with the landscape of battle royales, which has changed so drastically since it started. I mean, there's also it has but, more maps than I mean, Warzone. Yeah, has, Warzone and Apex only have one map. I think Apex has two now. I feel like they've they've updated to add a second or third. Really? I, I don't know. It's been a while since. Who knows? Them. But at least PUBG has multiple maps, and they've added other stuff. They have vehicles and stuff you can use now. Um, I don't. I won't go back and play it. Um, and great for those who want to give it a new shot. But if you've been playing anything that's come out that's a battle royale since then, and you haven't played PUBG, there's no there's real no need to go back. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of my thing. It's just like. Okay, yeah, I'm sure it has its fans. They're not wrong for liking it. It's not necessarily a bad game. It's just, it doesn't do anything that's better than any of the other Battle Royales that have all been on console longer. Right. You bring or, nothing to the party because you've been at the party for too long. Yeah. Or, I mean, they, this has been on PlayStation for a while anyway, but you would have had to buy it. And so if you haven't bought it to this point and you're excited, like, and you're getting it as this free game, you'll try it and you might like it and you might find it better because it is slower than Warzone. Um, so you might like those aspects of it that are different than like a Warzone or a Fortnite or an Apex. But I don't think anyone's like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I'm so super down to get this free game uh, because I've heard such amazing things because like, it's not even part of the conversation really anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's the same reason why people probably aren't going back new players aren't going and seeking out counter-strike <laughs> yeah exactly it's it, you've you either you either already played it or you don't and right. you don't care so it's kind of a almost a wasted free game in that aspect of it but i mean to each their own some people will probably get this and it'll be their most favorite game of the year and they can't believe they didn't play it before so uh, and i don't begrudge those people because it is fun it's just i don't know I, I don't, it's not my favorite of those and i've played all of them for the most part so i've tried i've tried many many times to play that game and i just it doesn't click with me like i mean I, and i've played other battle royals that have i really mm-hmm. i really enjoyed apex when i played it yeah um obviously i enjoyed the shit out of war zones mm-hmm. um so sweet but as a whole none of these free games are very good yeah. i'm not downloading a single one of these like <laughs> yeah i'll claim the ones on playstation but I don't even do that anymore. Like even like just to have them to be free. I'm like, when am I ever gonna realistically play Street Fighter? No, probably never. But like, I'll have it there, and just you never know when someone's gonna be like, "Hey, I'm coming. Like, I'm coming to hang out. I love Street Fighter." And you'll be like, "Oh, cool. I've got it." Like, there's there's always the potential where you could need to have it you for have some friends. reason. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is, no one has ever said, "Hey, I'm coming over." There that statement has never happened in my life. Well, you're going to have your own place now, so people are going to want to be like, "Hey, I'm coming over." 
anybody who's listening, if you want to come hang out with John, just say, hey, I'm coming over, and he'll he'll have you over. You have to have my phone number, though. Um, so uh, there's also free Stadia games. I just got charged again for Stadia, which is fine. <laughs> this is another third month in a row. I, it's fine. It's honestly fine. I don't. I don't mind it. I like having the racing games on my phone. Like I've been playing the racing games, um, like grid and, and stuff. I like having power Rangers game there. Um, so like, I don't, I don't mind. Like I like having stadia. I need to get a clip for my stadia controller, which I'll just order from Google. But, um, I, I stadia is fine. It is what it is. Um, so the new games, so games that have already existed for a while that you can play hitman, hello neighbor are coming to stadia. Uh, Metro Last Light Redux, which I think will now complete the Metro games on Stadia that they've given you for free. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've had all of them. Cause these are free, not just coming to Stadia, but free. These are free. These okay. are Stadia Pro free games. Um, yeah, because St- Metro 2033 is already on there. Metro Last Light is on there. And the other Metro game they gave out months ago was... Exodus. Yeah, I think that one is also free. So those are games that have all been out previously. Uh, then there are some first on Stadia games that are coming out. Uh, one of them is Super Bomberman R Online, which is a 64-player battle royal style Bomberman game. That's not. That's been on everything. Uh, not. Let's see. This is Stadia exclusive Super Bomberman R Online. So I think this is different than the Super Bomberman R game that came out previous. So there's a new Battle 64 mode. So you move from one uh, one area to another and blast your away your rivals in an epic online survival battle. Fight your way to the end and outlast all the other players to be Bomber 1. That sounds fucking cool. So, I am a huge Bomberman fan. Well, uh, it is 10 bucks. So if you don't have Stadia Pro, I think you can just buy it and play it. So I don't think you have to be a pro member anymore. But, but you can I also haven't gotten, isn't there like a free month sign up or something? Yeah, that too. Uh, and I think you should be able to play it with your controllers on your computer, just in Chrome. So if you wanted to, you could just... I might give that a shot, because I love Bomberman. Or, or, like, competitive Bomberman. Yeah, so that's that's available. Um, there's also a game called Gunsport, which is a first-on-Stadia game. Uh, it's a 2v2 team battle to keep a ball afloat and score. Uh, there is also a game which is early access but free for Stadia Pro members called Ember, E-M-B-R, uh, which says through the course of the game you'll be you'll run headlong into burning buildings to rescue helplessly preoccupied civilians. Oh yeah, that was uh, the, the fireman game. Yeah, so to help in your rescue missions you bring a loadout with your trusty water hose and a veritable Batman utility belt worth of tools and upgrades such as a client finder which reveals the locations of people to rescue or more situational ones like a hairdryer or a Corsair branded axe uh, complete with RGB. So these are the games that you'll be able to play. That Ember <laughs> Corsair one. Corsair branded axe. Yeah, that uh, the Ember one sounds fun. Uh, Gunsport could be pretty cool. And then Super Bomberman R sounds like it'll be fun too. And it'll be nice to have the Hitman games and complete the Metro trilogy. So pretty decent month, honestly, on, uh, on Stadia. So... If you've got Stadia Pro, you get all those games for free. Uh, Lightning Round, it's TV time slash movie time, but this time it's TV time because we are talking about the greenlit official coming to Netflix. They put a picture of the front page of the script online to confirm it. Uh, Resident Evil TV show, which sounds stupid. Not the idea of a Resident Evil TV show because that sounds cool. The synopsis of a Resident Evil TV show sounds stupid. Uh, I mean, we're... We're not surprised, right? <laughs> I kind of am, just because, like, Resident Evil's not a property where you're like, oh, what is this? This is a game? I haven't heard of this. What is this now? Like, Resident Evil had 75 movies. 
Like, I, I know that's exaggeration and hyperbole, but like Resident Evil had a ton of movies. People know what Resident Evil is. The franchise has been around for 30 years almost. Like it, But Joe watches those movies. He says they suck, but he still watches them. But that's the thing. They're like, they're, they're the fun kind of suck where it's like, <laughs> it's not a great movie, but like, man, was it a fun to sure just watch them. A guy get cubed on TV or on the movie screen. Yeah. And at least like, granted, they're not at all close to the Resident Evil games in terms of story, but at least they seem closer than this. So do you have the synopsis up of what it is? I do. Um, so according to The Hollywood Reporter, the series uh, will tell its story across two timelines. This is uh, us style. In the first, 14-year-old sisters Jade and Billy Wesker are moved to New Raccoon City, a manufactured corporate town forced on them right as adolescence is in full swing oh i hate when that happens but the more they time they spend there the more they come to realize that the town is more than it seemed and their father may be concealing dark secrets secrets that could destroy the world the second more than a decade into the future sees less than 15 million people left on earth and more than six billion monsters People and animals infected with the T-virus, Jade, now 30, struggles to survive in this part of the world while the secrets from her past about her sister and her father and herself continue to haunt her. So the second part of that sounds more interesting than the first part. I don't give a shit about adolescents, Wesker's kids. And also he has a son, which is... Well, yeah, I mean, again, no Resident Evil property outside of the games has followed the games. And right. Even the games might be a little convoluted sometimes. I don't know. Um, yeah, they are. But. Yeah, that's just the nature of things that have been going on for this long is they overlap and thing you know canon gets broken in various Constantly. ways. And, yeah, that's just the nature of long running franchises. I get that. The first part of it is Stranger Things, and I don't, I don't want, I don't want Netflix making a Stranger Things clone when it's still making Stranger Things. That's just weird, and you're chasing your own tail. And stop. Like no one wants there to be Stranger Things clones anyway because it always just is like it's always going to get compared to that so like just but like a town that has the weird you know industrial thing that has more than meets the eye secrets with monsters but this one's different because this one's not like at least um uh in where were they in uh, my sister's gonna be so mad uh in stranger things hawkins hawkins, hawkins indiana yeah so at least hawkins was a normal town new raccoon city is a manufactured corporate town so like but even Hawkins, Shit's like... Shit's going on because it's made. Like, clearly, you know. But, like, at least, like, Hawkins still had, like, you're under the ire of, like, ooh, what is that weird factory? There's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of everything. Like, that whole science build. Like, there's more than meets the, the eye there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's creepy. And it's, you know, that's the town just lives under the auspices of, like, whatever creepy stuff is going on there. This is kind of similar to that, at least in its description. It seems too similar for me to be on board with that part of it. The second part where if you want to flash back to it, fine, but this seems like it's going to bridge that line equally of like, here's some me going through puberty type stuff as a girl growing up with a science dad. Like, I don't like this and boys or whatever. Like it seems like they want to touch on that more than, than I would like where I'd, I'd rather just have them be an adult and you flash back to things. And that ties a story together as opposed to, telling it in two distinct timelines yeah no, i agree i don't i don't care one lick about right in the swing of adolescence yeah I don't no nope nothing about that sounds entertaining if this show is good then whatever 
Um, if you like I'm it, gonna that's fine. I'm going to watch it regardless. I'm going to shit all over it, but I'm going to watch it regardless. I'm I'm thinking that if if what I think to be true in what part I think will be more enjoyable is correct, then I feel like later seasons will probably abandon the two timeline structure and move to one way or the other. If there is later seasons. That, yeah, you never know with Netflix. It could be one and done. It is a lot of times. But if that is the case, I'm hoping that future installments stick to the later stuff because that seems like that'll be the more interesting part because that is the resident evil as we know it which is people are infected animals are infected with the t-virus it's zombies it's it's resident evil as opposed to like t-virus victims they're not zombies okay whatever (laughs) but it's like it's like i don't want to watch uh like fear the walking dead and the walking dead at the same time i just want to watch one or the other yeah and then one i will determine to be more interesting like, there's no way both of these are going to be equally interesting. And it already sounds like it's not necessarily going to be that good of an idea to begin with. But apparently the showrunner, and they always say this, but apparently the showrunners and the creators are huge fans of the games, and they always have been. And I think one of them was a Supernatural showrunner or yeah, co-creator so... or something. So there's pedigree to it. It just sounds it sounds too close to Stranger Things for me to not think this is silly right from the get-go. Yeah, so Andrew Dabb is writing and directing, or writing and producing, because I like any other tv show directors or per episode uh but he was the showrunner for uh the cw show supernatural which has its fans uh it's run for multiple seasons it even got an anime series which is odd um so he's got a huge following i mean people love it yeah he's got a he's got a pedigree to make things that some people like yeah with the spooky undertones i've always heard mixed things about that like i've kind of wanted to go see it or like to to get into it um because i do like the supernatural aspect of yeah media in general but it also is a cw show so like i don't know how much of the like drama boy likes girl stuff goes on in it from the like i don't watch it but i watch other cw shows so i see like the ads for it it seems like it's got less of that and it's been going on long enough that it's it's kind of firmly placed in a previous, like a pre-Vampire Diaries area of like the CW kind of, where like... I think it came out around the, like when Twilight was picking up, and that's probably why I was like, no. Yeah. Um, but I have heard good things about it. And yeah, like, it's run for 11 like years. Buffy, so like, yeah. if this is a lot like Buffy, I, less on the teen high school stuff, then I think it'd be okay. Yeah, and they're adults too. Like oh, they yeah, don't I start. Know adults. Yeah, so I think that will probably make it better. But ultimately, he's... There's good pedigree to this. Yes. I'm not necessarily, like, I'm shitting on it, but just because it's so similar to the thing Netflix already does. See, I don't see the, the, the compare. I mean, I can see your comparison. It, it wasn't the first thing that came in mind. The yeah, first the, thing that came in mind was, like, this is, like, corporate, you know, not Ready Player One, but, like, kind of structured city that people live in, and, like, they are the daughters of the dude who created it. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't draw the parallels to it. Yeah. I mean, when I texted Joe, I was like, you, you see this? And Joe said like, it was Scooby-Doo. <laughs> well, he also said to me, he was like, so it's stranger things. I was like, yeah, kind of, but also it's, this is us. Cause it takes place in two different timelines and it's all about family and like all of this stuff. So like, I don't know. It has the potential to be good as everything does. It's on Netflix, so it doesn't cost you anything. You don't got to go out of your way to go to a theater or to pay money for it. You've already got Netflix. There's, no skin off your back to try it and watch it. Um, 
I reserve judgment until I see trailers and first episodes and everything. But to me, the immediate first reaction is, and like, I'm not even a Resident Evil fan anyway. So this is, this is nothing to me. Um, But hopefully it can rise above the the comparisons that people are going to make to, oh, kids stopping paranormal stuff, adults stopping paranormal stuff. Like, it seems like the adult stuff is going to be supernatural and the kid stuff is going to be Stranger Things. And will those two work together? I don't know, but... I don't even know if the kid stuff are going to be stopping anything because clearly it says that something goes on with her sister and her father. Like, and then that's after the T-virus happens. So, like, it's just going to be her as a 14-year-old yeah. in a manufactured city. But spooky stuff. But, like, gonna... spooky stuff is happening, but, like, she's not doing anything. It's just spooky stuff happening around her. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see. Uh, I guess. Yeah, they said it was going to be eight episodes, but we knew that from the initial leak, maybe not confirmed thing that uh, whenever somebody, like, in a... They leaked some meeting that said, like, how long the episodes were going to be. Yeah. Um, But they're going to be eight-hour-long episodes for this first season or only season or whatever this is. Um, and no actual timeline because it hasn't actually shot yet. No, but they do have the first script. I'm assuming this will probably be late 2021, probably around Halloween, if I had to guess, next year, um, just given you know timelines and production schedules and things. But yeah, I guess we'll we'll see. We'll definitely talk about it one way or the other. I will watch it. Yeah. I watched, I mean, maybe not all of it. I watched the first episode of The Witcher. Like, uh, I usually give all of these video game adaptation Netflix things a shot. Yeah. Because, again, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. You already have Netflix. It's fine. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. Uh, well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, uh, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So let us know what you think of the newest Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War game. What were your favorite standouts from opening night live of Gamescom and the rest of Gamescom in general? What things excited you from the Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase? Do you want a new Switch in 2021? And do you think it'll be portable and TV? Do you think it'll be TV only? Uh, Did you enter the PS5 pre-order lottery? And if you win, are you going to give me your... Uh, purchase option because stop taking my things it can't be a black or white one this time though uh, that's true uh, just don't do it are you excited about the original halo um, person coming back to help lead the single player are you excited for a golem game are you going to get yakuza like a dragon what free games are you going to play and what do you think of the resident evil netflix show let us know on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods uh, but once again for the broken clock podcast games cast my name is adam i'm johnny and thanks so much for listening wash your hands